All right, everybody, thank you for listening. We are brought to you by Boss Bears Supplements. Uh, hard work, consistency, and determination are difficult to sustain when your mind and body can't keep up. Fuel your body with what it needs to perform like a boss. Whether you're closing deals, pitching a new business idea, or training in the gym, Boss Bears take your hustle to the next level. Our ingredients are the highest quality with potency and serving sizes that are the gold standard in the industry. Right here we got Boss Bears apple cider vinegar gummy bears. So Boss Bears supplements take regular supplements and put them in the delicious form of a gummy. These are the apple cider vinegar gummies and they are fucking delicious. The sugar content is pretty low. You're going to get all of your uh, daily apple cider vinegar in delicious apple gummy flavor. Check it out. Go to BossBears.com and use code Nikki to save 10%. Hey, we are also brought to you by Clout Power Supplements. CloutPower.com, K-L-O-U-T-P-W-R. Go to CloutPower.com and check out Clout Power Supplements. Use code Nikki to save 15% at checkout. They just came out with a new pre-workout flavor, Space Candy. It is absolutely delicious. I've tried it myself. Um, my favorite of the pre-workouts is the, is the Mamba Extreme Pre because I'm a guy that likes stims. They also have a stim-free. They have a nootropic pre-workout called Karma that is also very good. They also have some delicious protein and just many great supplements. So go to cloutpower.com, K-L-O-U-T-P-W-R.com. Use code Nikki to save 15%. All right, man. Cloud power, baby. Let's recording. Okay, everybody. Welcome to the Nikki Free Podcast. We have Jason Clavo here. Is that how you say it? What up? What up? Yes, that's it. Yeah, so uh, Jason is a bodybuilder. Um, I want to say that. Well, that's kind of how I met you was... um, Yeah. uh, I was actually working at this little bar called Thirsty Hop, and that's you started there. Yeah. And that's like how I met my coach and everything, because you're like, bro, yeah, you got to like, get a you should, coach. You should get down with Jordan. For yeah, sure. yeah, that was yeah. cool. So, like, honestly, I wouldn't have uh, probably ever found the body shop or any of that stuff if I hadn't, like, you hadn't randomly just started working at the bar that I worked at. Exactly. Hey, man, Thirsty Hop was kind of popping, though. That, that Dude, that was it. cool, actually. Shelby was cool, you know what I'm saying? I still talk to Shelby. Dude, Shelby was Shout so Shelby. dope. Like, yeah. I, one time I asked her to be on the podcast, and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, I don't even know if she knows, but yeah. It'd be cool to have her out. Yeah, she was awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you're a bodybuilder, but you've definitely been into that scene a little bit. Yeah, I like and, to lift weights for sure. That's that's a definite fact. Um, I like right. to follow protocols. I like to have structure. Yes, with um, the meal plans and everything like that, it keeps you on track. Um, and then besides the bodybuilding thing, recently you've just gotten into this photography game. Photography is Which big. is pretty yeah. dope, dude, because I've been seeing your photos and shit, and... Yeah, man, it looks really cool. So, like, let's. Uh, why don't you just tell me a little bit about what um, what got you into? Was it just something where you did where you bought a camera and just decided to go for it? I mean, in like layman's terms, yes, right. So, like, yeah. I think like even when we were working at Thirsty Shop, man, like I was telling you, like photography is big and like photo shoots are big in like the fitness industry right um and being somebody in the fitness industry that wanted to grow 
in the industry and like grow on social media whatever whatever right it's another avenue of, of that to grow right exactly yeah right? it gives you like so, another um you know everything there's always leverage if exactly. you're trying to so that gives you like another thing that's more leverage it's a skill that you have right exactly and yeah. like i remember when i wanted to get photos done or if i wanted to get like some content for my instagram right and i try to hire a photographer everybody was charging like like 150 plus i mean i like I've gotten quotes for like $300 an hour, right? Right, crazy prices. Yeah, and um, recently working with FX Supplements, um, I met this guy named Devon, and he's dope with the camera. Right. Super dope with the camera, videography, photography, and um, I was asking him like, yo, like I've been trying to do this for a while, like how do you get into it? And it was like the only way to really like get good practice is to put your feet to the floor and fucking and do, do it. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Um, I left FX Ups like two, three months ago now, and um, right. And how was that experience working with them? FX Ups was great because that's a um, pretty dope company. We had uh, Tony on here too. Yeah, it was a. He was awesome. Yeah, shout out Tony. Um, it was a learning experience, man. Uh, FX Ups um, gave me a pretty high position, and I like am super thankful for it because it taught me a lot about the corporate industry and like how much I never want to go back to being in a kitchen. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the jobs are so much easier when you're... You're getting skills now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, you've yeah. always been a guy that's trying to, like... I, I know I can see that in you, man. Like, you're not going to end up, like, working in a bar or kitchen. You're yeah, going to figure this shit out, yeah. so... I was done with that, right? Like, right when COVID hit, I was like, I'm, I'm never working in a kitchen. Ever. Well, and that's how I met Jay, like I said. It's like, he was, he was working in the kitchen at this place, and yeah. he's like, bro, you got to get a coach, man. Because I was, you know, like, still lifting, but I wasn't hitting it hard or anything. And yeah, that's when I was actually on my fucking meal plan, right? Right. So. Yeah, you were on your shit hard at that point. I remember my bosses are like, dude, we just hired this guy that's, like, you know, just like you. He, like, has a meal plan, and he lifts, and he, like, I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah. And then you started, dude, and, yeah. Yeah, bro, it was, yeah, six months But so you met this dude, and he's like, the only way to do this is, like anything, you have to get out there and actually do it. That's more valuable than reading about it or, like. Yeah, bro, and so, like, I left FX Supplements, right, and. Yes. I, like, I was just, like. I, I need something to fill my time. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really think that, like, photography would be that time-consuming. I thought it was just, like, shoot some photos, right? Yes. But, um, so I grabbed a camera, right? I spent, like, I think it was, like, $1,700 on a camera. Um, so you got a decent camera. Yeah, it's a Sony a7 III. Right. I'm trying to upgrade to the 4, but the 3 does the job, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, and then I got the 20, 24-70-millimeter to lens. Um, it's a G Master. Okay. 2.8 uh, aperture, focal length. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're getting deep into that stuff, probably, huh? Yeah. It's it, it's a good lens. It was it's definitely a good lens. And like my advice for people is like, if you're gonna get into photography, don't cheap out on lenses. I don't care what anybody says. Um, get good lenses. So it's like a lot of things. It'll turn out uh, a lot better than buying some cheap ass lens that's gonna break in. Yeah, when you go cheap, it just uh, there's a lot of things where you just can't go cheap on. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so like when I first got the camera, right, I did not know what I was doing. Right, mm -hmm. I looked up YouTube videos. I spent like the first week just like looking up YouTube videos, setting my camera the way I want to set it, um, and then I just got out there, bro. I, I like made Instagram posts and. 
I was begging. Like, I was literally begging people to just, like, Right, I saw that. Them, and, you know what I'm saying? And, you know. But that's how you got the, that's how you got to learn, right? So you're exactly. doing it for free, basically, at first. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, to this day, you know what I'm saying? I'm still on a tip basis. Like, right. I, I don't expect to get paid, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, tip me what you think I'm worth. Mm-hmm. And um, the big thing for me was, like, yeah, I begged people in the beginning, but, like, now people are, like, hitting me up, like, hey, can we can we set up a shoot? Right. And, like, it, it's, like... It's because you're doing good work, so it eventually... And, like, from, like, other people's perspective and, like, what people tell me, right, is, like, they tell me the work is good. Yeah. But then I I look at the work and I'm, like, man, I can make this better. But that's good because you, if better, you're self-critical you know like that, man, that's why you're going to be good. Yeah. You should... I mean, if you're looking at your work and you're already thinking, like, oh, I'm the shit, like, you're probably not going to be that good. Exactly. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's good that you're so self-critical, man. Because, I mean, that's how so many things are it's like people will tell you like man that's amazing and then you're like no 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 because you like no you always know you can do better it's like and like usually like when i edit guys right it's like one button i already have a preset for all guys yeah it's super easy to edit guys but like when i'm doing like a gym shoe for a girl right i gotta make sure their face is soft i gotta like make sure like their body is a little bit muscular i gotta make sure hair their hair exactly right their hair so it's a little more challenging huh so but, what what's the preset for dudes? Just like dim lighting and basically, you just um, got your filter that you use and. I will. Well, I can't give away the recipe, right? Cause oh yeah, you don't want to do that. Okay, the I got right? I got you. But um, I will say when um, but it's a lot simpler. A guy, you add a lot of texture, right? Because they they want to be buff. They wanna, right. You want to see all the muscle grains and all that. And, yeah. So that's like my secret when it comes to editing guys. It's just. There's a lot of texture mm-hmm. involved, and then I just play with lighting. Right. But so f- for females, it's just, it's a lot more intense, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, f- so, like, my big thing, right, is females have the most followers. And, like, it, it sucks to say, right, sex sells. So oh, 100%, when, dude. When I edit girls' photos, I do, I try my absolute best to edit them the best I can because mm-hmm. I want the exposure from their photo you know what i'm saying like right so they're just tag me that's all i ask they want they want the exposure because the good photos are going to help them grow their instagram but in turn it's going to help you grow yours exactly because they're going to be like oh who Who did that and they're going to look or they're going to click the picture and see who's tagged in it and so that's what led to you doing like the boudoir stuff as well like oh no so that's a separate thing well yeah i mean so (laughs) I mean, that shit's really classy looking, dude. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, it, so, like, I don't know. When, that's when pretty it comes cool. To, like, sex, right? I feel like there's this idea in my head, and I feel like all guys have it, like, of, like, what turns them on, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, th- those are the things that I look for when I do a boudoir shoot, and um, it's, like, boudoir is way different than any other photography right and you gotta have their trust and everything too they gotta trust that you're not like some creepy dude oh you know like (laughs) i'll get to that all that shit dude so there's a fine line between boudoir yeah and then like almost only fans yeah only fans content right right boudoir is like super tasteful it's super like that's what i get out of your stuff it's tasteful dude and then like there's only fans when it's like see-through lingerie and pretty much you gotta blur out everything yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so when I shoot boudoir, bro, I like I don't look at the girls. That's like the one thing I don't do. The the whole time my eyes are on my camera screen. 
Right. Because like, I got to make sure I get the like the right shot, everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't really. I've reached out to like a couple girls and asked them to do boudoir shoots, but most of the times when girls come up to me, they either ask me like, "Hey, I want to do this type of shoot," and then we can choose what kind of shoot you want to do. Right. And then I'm usually like, "Whatever you're comfortable with." Yeah. And, yeah, because it's valuable for them too. Like, yeah. 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 And yeah. But um, what started me in boudoir was uh, this girl, Roxy. So Roxy was, like, one of the first people that, like, offered to um, to let me shoot her in, like, a fitness aspect. She let me shoot some tees for her, right? Yeah. And that kind of, like, that kind of, like, you know, Open drove the door. my yeah. yeah. So yeah. it taught me how to edit and, like, certain things, how to use backdrops, how to use lights. And, dude, all this has happened, like, pretty fast. It's cool. I've only been doing photography for, like, a month and a half, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. But, um, so, after I shot Roxy the first time, she was like, hey, I want to rent out a studio. Let's do any type of shoot you want. And then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's let's do a boudoir shoot. And yeah. She was like, fire, let's do it. And she had, like, 40K followers or something. No, I, I swear, uh, actually, when we were doing the shoot... The night before, she had gained like ten thousand followers or something. Oh no shit! So she just yeah, kind of blew up. It was like and like there was just cats. by like total chance. It yeah. wasn't like and not to speak on Roxy. You know, shout out Roxy. Thank you for letting me shoot you. Um, so oh, Roxy. I don't know how to respond. To Sorry, Siri's fucking yeah. trying to get her shit in there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah, keep going, dude. So the day I shot Roxy, right, we went to the uh, studio and she had told me all this news, right, and she was like. Yo, I'm about to fly to L.A. to go shoot with those uh, guys from Vine. Okay, you know, so like some D-Storm Vine. Storm and, like, um, some Instagram cats. I'll show you the video. Uh, okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were super big, right? And after that... Because she, she just back, blew up. Yeah. yeah, she came back with, like, 60K followers or some crazy, something crazy like that, like 45K followers. And I was like, damn, dude, you, like, you're really doing it. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know that is cool. So you're like, good for you. It's cool to watch. But it's like crazy grow. right before the shoot you're going to do. Yeah, so it's, it's like. It's cool to watch people grow because it shows like how much the world is intertwined in fitness. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's huge right now. Yeah. That's like. 50, it's so big right now, dude. In fitness that are just falling. All right. You know? Jesus Christ. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Siri for some reason is like. Trying to get in on some <laughs> shit. I don't know what's going on. Like I'm not hitting right okay anyways but yeah it is cool it's like fitness is just like huge on instagram right now exactly it's like 95 percent of my feed i mean other than like other photographers or like you know dogs like yeah that's all mine is dogs too like dogs are hella fun to shoot because they're like super innocent and like literally you can shoot a dog from any angle and it'll look dope right yeah you definitely like dog i mean dogs are dope like i work at postdoc brewery where we you know, we let dogs in and everything, and yeah. it's pretty cool. I'm going to have to check it out. Because, uh, well, it's dope, you know, like, if you're, like, in a shitty mood and you go to work and then all of a sudden you see this, like, dog there. Yeah. And, like, you know, maybe you're in one of the moods where you're, like, fucking people. You just hate people because yeah. it's, like. so you see a dog walking. But you're, like, oh, fucking dog. <laughs> you're, like, I like you, though. And then all of a sudden you're, like, you. all of a sudden you're in a good mood and it's, like, everything seems pretty chill, so. Yeah, bro, like, dogs, I've always said this, right? Like, we as humans don't deserve dogs, man. They're, like, they're... Definitely why they're therapy animals. I can see why. They're super innocent, bro, and they can't speak. They just listen. 
Yeah, and they they like, like need us. Yeah, you can you can literally tell everything to a dog, and they're not gonna go around and say it to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. You still you have a dog, don't you? I have. Well, including my girl's dog. Okay. Um, we have three. Three dogs. Two French bulldogs and a Chihuahua. Damn, dude. Yeah, I actually like Chihuahuas. Yeah. I used to live with seven Chihuahuas. One time. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, I was. I moved. Chihuahuas enough. This her Chihuahua got hell attitude. Dude, imagine that. So like, I moved in with my friend's parents. I was renting their basement apartment, and they had yeah. seven Chihuahuas. That's crazy. And I didn't, you know, and I still, I could probably like still tell you all their names and shit. Yeah. Because like they all had different personalities. <laughs> like for real, I still remember them. It was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, hers has a yeah. hers is like hella loving, and but she has like an attitude too. Like if you try to like take her bone, she's growling. Like you know, because she's a Chihuahua, dude. Yeah, yeah they get. And she's a female too. So I have two male French bulldogs. They're with my girl right now. Yeah. And um, one has hella bad anxiety. Okay. And the other one's super chill, right? But like they like they literally won't even go near. The Chihuahua. Yeah, when she's mad, yeah. you know, like, they know what's up. Like, they don't like fuck with her. Two yeah. to three times bigger than her. Yeah, but Chihuahuas don't know. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They go right up to They're the door feisty, and bro. bark at people and shit. And, and she's like, a sweetheart. She's, like, a super sweetheart. She, like, whenever me and my girl are sleeping, she always sleeps on the pillow. Like, she's awesome. Yeah, they are pretty Quiet, cool dogs. Yeah. Once you get to know them, they're pretty cool dogs, yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, so the one that has anxiety, is that, like, uh, do you have to give your dog medication or anything for that? Or, like... No, man, I've gotten, like, hella, I've gotten, like, hella advice, and, like, the one advice, like, I think it was Favi, um, Zach's girl, or Zach's fiance. Yeah, 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 um, I think. had some advice. Um, because they have two Frenchies, um, and the advice was, one of their, um, Frenchies was hella anxious, but after they had mated that Frenchie, yeah. he wasn't as anxious. Oh, really? Yeah. But, like, huh. I don't know. He doesn't, does he, like, tear dogs. shit up at home, like, when you're gone or anything? No, or? he has separation anxiety. So, like. So, you get sad like, when you're away. Yeah. And then, oh, like, if yeah. we're out the door, he's, like, like, it sounds like a, it's the craziest wine ever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's, like, heartbreaking every time you leave the house. I don't know if you the follow, follow um, Walter the Frenchie. No, but I, I'll hit it up after this. Yeah, stuff. bro, he, he whines just like Walter him. the French. Dude, when, uh, so, like, I'll dog sit for my friend Kaylee and her boyfriend Steve when they go on vacations and shit. Yeah. And they have an Aussie, and then they also have a cat now. But it's, like, every time I'll, and it's just, like, going there, letting her out, and then I sleep over there, too, while they're gone. Yeah. So it's not like I even see her that much, but, like, whenever, like, I finally leave her, you know, when they're coming home, I get like sad. So I get it. Yeah. Like dogs. Are, and it's like, then my, then my friend told me that like when they first get back, she'll be like, when they first get back, she's kind of like, who the fuck are you guys? Yeah, that's she's my like, where'd that big tall fucking bro that was coming in here? <laughs> like, well, what happened to him? You know? Cause like, I'll spend like a week with her and, but yeah, they're cool, man. But they like, she, whenever you leave and you lock the door to go to work yeah. or whatever, it's like heartbreaking because she's like in there just crying. Yeah, like, that's my they don't like it right now, man. It's like the reason why I started photography too was like I wanted to get away from the nine to five. You know? Oh, hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, most people, people that I have come in here that have businesses or they're entrepreneurs, 
that is like their goal and it's like there's so many people and i'm rooting for everybody to do it yeah because i do feel like the future is going to be more like that with everything being online and there's going to be less like nine to five jobs i feel like in the future more people working from home or like so if anybody can do it man uh, it's like i think it's a really good way to just get out of the matrix you know i feel it but it's not like for me right it's like it's not the advice that you could take, like, just jump into just quitting your job, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no, you can't do that really, shit, dude. So I got a really high overhead, right? I, yeah. I'm, like, I'm bougie. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the first. In general? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I have high spending habits. I right. eat really good food, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know Dude, no, I, I feel you. So, like. Gatorades, which are $2 right now a bottle. Yeah, I'm like, I got to get rich because just, like, the taste level of stuff. Like, exactly. I work with this girl, and we're always talking about that because we're, like, you know, like, she just bought this Wolfpack bag and everything, and, yeah. like, I got mine, and then you're always, like, trying to buy, like, clothing, you know, brands that are yeah. super, like, dope and everything, and it's, like. Man, I need to get like some, I need to make money. Otherwise. Exactly. Like, I don't want to have that, but I get. It. I think you definitely you got that. I've noticed that about you for sure, man. Yeah, I got a huge overhead, right? But it's like, also style. Like I feel like you got style, dude. Yeah, like, you've I, always I, had that. Like I mean, yeah, I fashion's like really big to me, and that's like what yeah. I wanted to do in photography. But like my friend group just led me to um, fitness because all my homies right. like bodybuild or are in the fitness some way. Right. Yeah. Like I don't have like, I don't even have half the friends that are into like fitness. Right. And some of my friends that are in fitness do like fashion. Yeah. But I don't know much about I, fashion. I question their fashion sense. Right. Right. I'm not going to say no names. Sorry guys. Yeah. But you're like, yeah, <laughs> if I had to pick somebody like, I'd be like, if I was like, had to go like dress super dope, I'd be like, I need to ask Jay what to wear. Um, Cause like, yeah, it's like, you're always trying to like, I've had people ask me for sure, like, yeah. if this is dope or this is dope, and I'll give them my opinion. But li- literally, like, it's not about if it's dope, right? It's, it's you. about if it looks good on you. Yeah, and it's, it's about like you having your own style, too. Like, and I love oversized shirts, but do they look good on me? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just make me look super wide and, like... Super boxy. Yeah, yeah. and, like, whenever I, like, raise my arms up, you can see my stomach. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a crop top. So, so you're like, you like them on other people, but yeah, I so you like, got to dress to your style, like your body type. I feel like anybody under five, seven is meant for, um, like oversized, oversized shirt. until they start making them like longer, you know? Well, like, that's my thing is like, if, if they could make shit a lot longer, I look yeah, way better in it. Exactly. I mean like young LA, right? Dude. They make some dope oversized yeah. shirts, right? Yeah. And they like fit really well and they're long. Like, right, I, like I this is a double X, and I love it. I yeah. love their double X stuff because, like, they do it hangs. Make, start making three X though, because wow, <laughs> once yeah. I outgrow the two X, man, it's I can't even. There's no other option anymore. for you. No. <laughs> yeah, like I gotta go to like gas for something. But it is cool because they'll have stuff that's like actually long enough. So like, if I put my weight belt on in the gym. Like, if I have a short shirt on and I put my weight belt on and I got, like, joggers on, I look stupid because it's, like, the shirt's, like, super. So, like, if I have, like, a long one that kind of hangs down and it almost makes me look like I have more of a waist than I do. You know what I'm saying? So, like, having long shit, it's, like, it definitely helps. Yeah. So, I've been big on, like, the tuck-in shirt vibe during workouts now because it's just, like, it makes you look small in the waist as long as you have big legs, right? And, like, my upper body's whatever, mediocre. Dude, what's been going on in the fitness world for you lately? (sighs) You been on a meal plan and stuff, or are you just doing your own thing? Yeah, so I, I'm working with uh, my coach right now out in Boston. His name's uh, Andrew Chooch. Right, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, How's he's that dope. going? Um, so he's at a Team Zero Gravity, right? And, yep. Um, I want to work with Ryan, um, the owner of Zero Gravity, but like I just can't afford him. It's so expensive really, too. I just yeah. Went down the line for a while till I can afford him. Yep. 
Um, Andrew's a great coach, though. He knows what he's doing. Um, he listens to what I say to him. Yep. Um, and the carb cycling portion, I mean, I hate that I'm eating different meals, mostly every other day or something. But it's just, it, it works. Carb cycling's good, yeah. Yeah, I like it because, like, we can skyrocket. Like, I'll be hungry throughout the beginning of the week, but then when we hit my, like, six to 800-gram carbs... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not as hungry. Well, it just makes sense, too, that you're putting your body through, like, times of restriction and then times of feeding. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, like, because it's honestly, like, with too much restriction, you're not going to, like, you know, feed your body for muscle. But then if you do have a tendency to put on fat, if you're always feeding your body too much, it's going to start putting on fat. It's almost like, you know, intermittent fasting in a way, but you're just basically, you're calorie and carb cycling. It's like... So you're going to have probably times of, like, being in a deficit and then times of being in a little closer to maintenance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, like, a good – well, it's even, like, you know, like, Jordan, for me, has, like, my rest days, like, are super low on carbs. Yeah. Like, he – so it's kind of a carb cycle in a sense, you know, but I'm a big believer in that stuff because I think – Hey, man, hey, like, I – I never got to say this to you, but, man, Jordan and you did some work. Oh, we did, dude. Yeah, and I got way more work to do. I've been pretty fucking lazy lately ever since I got lean, dude. Yeah. But, I mean, I've been hitting it hard, but, like, I know that I got this show coming up, and now I really... Oh, you're competing? I'm going to do the Emerald Cup in... Oh, shit. Everybody's doing the Emerald Cup. Everybody's doing it. I'm shooting, but, like, I I don't know. I haven't decided if I want to compete again, man. Dude, you should just do it. Fucking... See, but, like, so here's my schedule right now, right? But you got a lot of shit going on. So I'm up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I love it. And then this is entrepreneurship, dude. This is exactly. how I know you're gonna make it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm up at four o'clock in the morning, right? And then first thing I do, right, is I'll down some pre workout and go straight to the gym right away. So you get your lift done, done in the morning, and then I'm back at home by seven thirty, and then I got to get ready to go to work for nine till five, mm-hmm. and then like five out of the seven days, I'm shooting somebody. So you're basically like up in the morning, gym, nine to five job to pay your fucking bills, and then go work on. You Other know, people's but at least the thing videos. is you're doing something after work. Like, yeah. I can't remember if it was, I think it's like a saying from the rock. Like if you're not putting, like if you're working a nine to five and you're not putting in time after that to like get to out of it. Yourself, you know yeah. What like mean? what are you doing? You know, and that's like my main thing. Right. Cause like, I know with the drive that I have and the aesthetic that my eye has, like, I know that I'll make it. It's just, yeah. I gotta, I gotta be sure that like my work is top tier and like, I, yeah. I won't give anybody less than top tier if they're paying mm-hmm. you know, no i think you will make it i just i even before you started doing this photography i just think that just from the little bit of time i've known you i just feel like you're gonna do something mostly because I mean, of the, you, know, big plans for sure. you know mostly because of that drive of like like you said my my taste is expensive like yeah. so it seems like people that have those tastes like they're gonna find a way to like make exactly. it fucking happen and you, you gotta hustle like, right and like my my thing is like well, you are hustling if you're getting up every day at four and, you know, I mean, that's like the people that make it, that's what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and I think that's very big. And I think, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, on the weekends I'm sleeping in. Um, oh, yeah. You got to have a little. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think it's big that people don't waste the hours in the day. Like, right. even Monday through Friday. Like, sleeping on the weekends, you know, but like at least five days out of the week. You know, you gotta take be hitting time it hard. Yeah, get that money. You know what I'm saying? Because one quote that stayed with me pretty heavily is, "The money's already printed. You just gotta go get it." 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just got to go get it. There is a weird thing, too, about just, like, telling yourself you deserve it and shit. And, like, it's all that woo-woo stuff about, like, opening yourself up to the universe. But it's kind of true. Like, because I feel like it's like you're putting yourself in a mentality where, like, you're like, it's okay. Well, and, you know, because I kind of grew up in small town, blue collar, where it was almost like you almost get this mentality of, like, if you try to make a lot of money, you're an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, rich people are assholes and, like, you know, like... That's cool. I mean, you guys, like, I, I don't get that mentality, right? Well, I that's what like, I'm saying, but it's a limiting mentality. Yeah. So that's the thing is, like, you have to change your, your thought patterns and your ideas about, like, no, I deserve to make a lot of money. I want to be a high earner and I want to be successful. Exactly. And me and my girl are on this thing, right? And, like, I want to make it very clear, like, money is not everything to me, right? I, but, like, the money mm-hmm. will make it easier for me to spend time with my loved ones. Right. And my girlfriend and my dogs and the people that I actually want to be with. Yeah, because and I think that's everybody that's trying to go for this success. It's not really about the money. Yeah. It's we about just want financial freedom. That's it's about getting out of the matrix, exactly. pretty much. Because that's what it is. It's a rat race. It's a matrix. It's yeah. just a, you know, do the same thing every day and, like, you know, work for somebody else, yeah. making somebody else money. You want exactly. to work for yourself. You want to make yourself money and then take care of your family and your loved ones and all that. You know, yeah. like, that's the goal, right? Exactly. And like, you got to have different avenues when it comes to, you know, financials. Um, I think one of the biggest things that um, somebody taught me was um, have different avenues. Where Multiple sources of income. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you think about it, right, if you're making like, let's say like your overhead's like a hundred bucks and you're making $2 a day over here whatever ten dollars a day over here and then from your nine to five job you're making like fifty dollars right very low numbers whatever yeah and then you know you just got to get all of that paid and then whatever you have left is your money to spend yep so get your overhead paid for and then stack up or spend whatever and invest which is kind of what you've been doing yeah so that's the other thing you're big into is the uh that crypto world dude i want to say i'm big into it but like the basics you've dipped right? your feet yeah yeah and like i feel like um i feel more knowledgeable than i was in crypto um right back when dogecoin was getting big right um yeah. Ali, shout out ollie again um he really hit me to like cold wallets and hot wallets and like you know other things and then i have friends who are like using not using Coinbase, they're, they're grabbing VPNs and using, like, exchanges out in China. Yeah, because I don't know shit about what you're talking about. That's <laughs> exactly, dope. That's dope right? that you know that shit, dude. Like, but um, I think one of the... Ali's into that shit, too? Super big. Yeah. He's the one that, like, got me into it, bro. I got to get him on here, too, that guy. Yeah, he looks man. crazy right now, too. Oh, he's... Yeah, I mean, he's uh, 191 right now, and I think, like... God damn, he looks good right now. I think when he was um, super lean, he was, like, around the 170s. Right, so that's a lot of good weight. His abs are still showing, and he's got a little, like, lower belly fluff, but... Yeah, but he's pretty lean. He's put on some lean mass, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, like 20 pounds of lean mass, bro. Exactly. I think think he's going to be, like, around 185 to, like... Maybe 190 if he can gain, like, 10 more pounds. Yeah, yeah. On stage, so we'll see. Because, like, I don't know, that's my boy, so I want to see him up there. That's awesome, man. And I remember when he first started posing with Jordan, he was, like, doing his practices, and he was posing stiff. Yeah. It's just crazy to see how far he's gone, man. It is, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to have him on here and just see, talk to him about that. Yeah, bro. But he's the one that introduced me into crypto, pretty much. Like, cold wallets, that's, like, a... 
little ledger thing and then you put your money on there so that your money's not on exchanges because so that's where you can put your money whenever you want to get it out yeah, of and it's it's cold so like there's no name on it it's just right. an address right nobody knows whose address that is it's got not it, got hackable it. like it's pretty but hard. but that's where you pull your money in between purchases um you is that what you're saying you, want to, you don't need to but like I have recently because there's some shit that's going on in the crypto world. Well, so a cold wallet, that's like where your money sits when you're not investing it. Is that what you're saying? Like, um, it can. Okay, right? I was going to say. Send it. You have to send it to your cold wallet. Right. So you send the money, but then like it can sit there, right? Yeah, it can sit there. It's not being, it's not on, it's not invested in anything. Yeah, and as the market it's goes just down, in the cold money wallet. is going to go down or up. Oh, so it is yeah. still going to go up and down based yeah. on the market. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's still so. going to move with the market, but it's just, it's your money's safe. And I got you. That's the big thing, right? Because there's some shit that's going on in the crypto world that right now it's fucking... Where it's not safe? Yeah, like shit's collapsing and like people in the Bahamas stole like $86 billion of Jesus cash. Christ. And like they're on the run right now, so... Yeah, I saw this like meme or some shit on Instagram where it was like somebody's mom texting them like... Like, I'm pissed off at you or something. Like, why'd you tell me to put this money in Ethereum? You know, like, <laughs> and it crashes. Yeah, and it crashed. It's going to go back like, up, bro. Because, like, the thing about Ethereum, right, is um, you use Ethereum on a day-to-day basis to, like, send money. Right. right? It's, so Ethereum Well, cryptos were rocking, like, before all this um, economy and, collapse shit. So I feel like it was rocking because, like, nobody had anything better to do you know what i'm saying like right everybody was everything was locked on trump was president (laughs) all of a sudden you know we everything went he was an investor you know yeah yeah everything was uh different at that time dude like and then something happened i remember it started kind of crashing and i don't know it's just different now yeah bro but you still know what you're doing i yeah I mean, yeah. I'd be like, scared to play with it now because I don't really understand it, but... Yeah, there's this new token that I'm super big on, right? It's called Zen Crypto. Yeah. And um, it's big because there's, like, minimal entry level to get in. Okay. But what the, the actual token is trying to do is it's trying to teach new users like you or me how to use crypto and how to, like, transfer funds and how to make crypto and, okay. like, how the actual token works. Right, so, so it's a good learning one. It's a good learning token, and right now it's like I'm minting like 23 million Zen for like four dollars. So okay, you know what I'm saying, and it's big, and like each Zen is worth. So it could like, blow up, like if it ever. I mean the the tokenomics on Zen Crypto is like it wants to be what Bitcoin was supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? But along the road, if somebody picks up on Zen Crypto and changes that, which the actual token itself can't be changed, but they can start exchanging and it can be on big exchanges and, you know, it can get centralized. Okay. Like Bitcoin did. Yep, yep, yep. So the whole point of Zen Crypto is to be decentralized. Right. Where it's not on centralized exchanges. and. So you don't want it to become centralized. Is that kind of... I mean, low-key I do because I kind of hold, like... It would blow up for you, maybe? Half a billion tokens. So if that fucking shit hits fucking a penny... Oh, yeah, so you that know, would be... I have five million. Yeah, that'd be so super dope. I'd sell. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't care. Like, it's teaching me something. Then you got five million you could invest. Yeah, in. I mean, even if it hits, like, a tenth of a penny, I'm, I'm 500,000 in, I'd probably quit my job. Oh, yeah, because you could <laughs> use that money to make money, you know? Exactly. Dude, that's so dope. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, 
uh, we've talked about that on here too, where it's like if you can figure out these like principles and how to make money, like you're just going to know how to make money. You have to have something to invest, but it's like, it's kind of like that thing where like if somebody wins the lottery and they don't have the values and principles and know how to make money, they lose it right away. So it's like training yourself to like learn how to make money. Yeah. And I still don't really know how, but you well, know, yeah, it's I, like I have a bunch of friends in sales, and like, yeah, dude, there are like sales all over. I have friends, like definitely the multiple streams. Like even this podcast, it's gonna start like making a little bit of money yeah. through the anchor thing or whatever. Yes, like sir. he was showing me how that works. If I get some like, um, if I get enough people listening, obviously I can get like some advertising and all that shit. Yeah. That would be dope too. So then that's like one source. Then you work at the bar. That's another source. You know, then you, so it's like, you said, are you still investing? Are you still in stocks? And I still got a little bit on cash app and stuff. Nothing yeah, crazy. Yeah. I should, I should, I've just spent way too much money too, dude. Like, yeah, I feel you, bro. God, I should, yeah. you know, you know, and I should be saving so much money right yeah, now. Bro. And like when, when the markets shit on you, bro, they shit on you. So yeah, like, yeah it's, <laughs> it's been rough. Like, you see like the other day or like last week, I want to say is I had like, I put in like six hundred and it was like watching it go down and yeah. it's, it's like damn dude. Yeah, I had like somewhere around like four extra zeros under my shit and then that yeah. shit dropped to three zeros and I was like, mm. damn. I'm not gonna say the exact number, just but yeah, you're like son of a bitch. It was it was bad, bro. And you go from four <laughs> zeros to three zeros, that hurts. Yeah, bro. And it's dude, just like, ouch. But like the next day, right? Like the market bounces back for whatever reason. Well, I think and it's gonna come back in general. We it just we, we went through that bullshit, that COVID and everything. Everything got weird, and shit's weird right now, and everybody's pissed off about it. But I definitely think it's gonna come back. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even. I mean, I don't even know who's gonna be president like in twenty twenty four. But I don't yeah. think it's gonna matter. I think it's gonna come back. You know? I don't think so. Like personally, as somebody who doesn't really understand crypto that much, so don't take my fucking advice for this shit. Yeah, but I personally think that crypto is crypto and it can't be centralized it can't like nobody can you know that's the point of it right exactly that was the point of it you know what i'm saying so like but this was like the first year i had to like pay taxes on it and shit i i i'm not gonna say it on here but yeah i've never gotten a tax bill from crypto well because like everything everything i do on cash app or robin hood and stuff now they're like they didn't used to worry about that now they do yeah see that's why you gotta get off them <laughs> yeah you're right those apps you're like no i'll give you the real shit yeah. that is true because they're so they're so used now that the government yeah. wants their piece of that yeah. yeah and i mean like in in washington state right if you hold your assets for longer than a year you're not paying capital gains tax on it. You'll just pay like a measly 10% of, of your gains. Right. So it's not lose, bad or anything. You're not paying anything. You know true, true. But, and that can go, like, I think there's, all you can, like, get into it a little bit more. Cause you know, I mean, I don't think it affects bad. my taxes that much. I'm just saying it's the first year I've actually had to send all that shit in. You know, like, I think I've it was never, like last year. Yeah, bro. I've never received anything about crypto. And I think I made like $10,000 of those. Damn, dude. Yeah, I remember when that shit was flying, bro. Oh, man. And so I, I think my friend that, like, did that, too. Cents, and that bitch hit 79 cents. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? I fucked up. Oh, yeah. I could have you had, sold like, at that. Grand. Oh, man. <laughs> that was my that's biggest got to hurt. Well, yeah, that's my biggest fuck up, right? Is but I you're have... like, you, 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 made, you did make money. Yeah. But you didn't know. I mean, how do you know that if you waited that much longer? You... Exactly. But that's where people got to sit. They got to stay. Yeah. But if you stay too long... Yeah. Then you're fucked. Lately, I've just been taking the L, to be honest. Yeah. Because, like, after that, bro, like, I I pretty much chucked it to the game, like, 
I'll put five hundred dollars in a coin, right? Just like I did then. And just leave it. Yeah, and, and let shit happen. Let yourself lose it. Let it come back. If I lose it, right, it's only five hundred dollars. But the chances of me hitting more than five hundred dollars is way bigger than me losing the five hundred dollars. Right. And, and I always, you know, kind of give like the yin and yang of, you know, whatever I invest in. Also, it's kind of like it's only five hundred dollars. Exactly. Like when you only when like you don't mindset, have that money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's like the mindset that kills us, you know. That is true. Because then we're like, oh, it's only five hundred, and then it goes to, oh, it's only a thousand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> as human beings, right? We're we're when there's, there's other people that are penny pinchers and they're like, you know, super good at saving and all that. But exactly. Yeah, I don't know. And we as human be- beings have like addictive personalities, so we always. Oh yeah. Work. And it's in everybody. It's not just like addicts or like drug addicts or whatever. No, it's but everybody because you always want more. It's exactly. never enough, dude. We as human beings are mentally like programmed yeah. to want more if we if we find fun, joy, or oh, dude, pain. I've noticed that even with like meal plans and stuff. That's why it's like the more you stick on your meal plan and keep yourself from spiking your dopamine, yeah. you're better off because then it's like, you know, you hit the cheat meal and you do that. And then that leads to another one. Cause you want that high from fucking, exactly. you eat the thing and it's like, Oh yeah. And then you're like yeah. next week, you're like, okay, I'll only eat that on Friday. That's yeah. my cheat day. But then it's like Wednesday and you're like, fuck, I yeah. want that fucking high again. And sometimes people won't know that like they'll be doing, it. it's just like a drug, right? It's a drug. It's like a dopamine some people, hit. Some people won't even know that they're doing it at the time or like can't control it. They can't even stop while they're doing yeah. it. Yeah. And I feel like. So if the, you keep it level and you keep yourself from spiking your dopamine too much, it can be valuable. That's like one of the big things in like the fitness industry. When I first started bodybuilding and like dieting was my binge, like my first like reverse, I gained 40 pounds. Yeah. I ate like six boxes of cereals in one sitting. I had like Because you just couldn't control the binge. Of candy bars, you know what I'm saying? Like I ate till like I literally couldn't anymore. Like, like till you were sick. Yeah, let me take these off real quick. Yeah, go for it, dude. No, I've definitely done that, dude. Like uh especially when I got super lean that started happening to me where I would like I'd go like to like super supplements or something and buy some like protein bars. But, like, oh, so I'll just get a bunch of protein bars. I'll just have them on Friday for, like, my cheat day. But then I was so lean that I was so hungry. Like, I would literally just eat them. I'd be like, holy fuck, I just ate all of them. Yeah. Like, shit like that, you know. Like, people don't know this, but, like, insulin spikes (sighs) will make you hungrier, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, then you want more. Especially if you haven't had sugar in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when you're down super lean, dude, and then you get that sugar, it makes you want more sugar. You got to be careful. That's why, like, even for my... So I'll do my Rice Krispie treats before my lift, but I've stopped, like, letting myself... Because before, I, you know, sometimes you get, like, Pop-Tarts or, like, like some other kind of, like, fun cereal bars and shit like that. But it's yeah. too much sugar for me, dude. Yeah. If I just keep it to that fucking plain old, like, Rice Krispie treat, yeah. that's pretty good because it's pretty boring and plain. But, it, you know, like... When you are dieting, that Rice Krispie treat before your lift makes you feel great. Yeah, man. Because you're like, ooh, that's sweet. It's good. But, you know, and then I see a lot of people, they'll have a lot of fun with different, like, they'll buy buying up cereal bars and all this shit. Yeah, like, I can't do it. Yeah, macro plans, dude. Yeah, uh, I can't do it. I don't it. know how some people can do it. And, like, shout out to all the people that can do it because. If you can do it, good for like, you. But if I eat that sugar stuff, it makes me, like, it trips something. Yeah. And then I want to eat the whole box. And. Yeah, man, for me, like, macro counting, right, and, like, the whole, like, if it fits in your macros, right, it's, like, 
it just takes too much time out of my day, and I already told you my schedule, you know what I'm saying? Right, if it fits your macros, works, but it's but also like, kind of like... I also don't have time to be like, okay, I'm going to use, like, chicken and then lettuce and, like, whatever else I want to put together, and I'm going to saute it, and, like... Well, a lot of coaches... Chicken, o- rice, and veggies. That's right, that's why I do, like, the way that, like, renovation does their meal plans, because they just give you the fucking meal yeah. plan, and, like, people are like, how do you eat the same thing every day? I'm like, well, for me, again, I like it, because it's simple... Yeah. And it keeps me from those spikes yeah. of, like, flipping out and eating too much shit, you know, like. Yeah. But it's also, like, once you do it, it's easy to do. Exactly. And it also gives you the structure, right? And, like, yeah. that's the main thing. Like, especially if you're bodybuilding, right? Yeah, you or have trying to. trying to lose weight. You need to have structure. Mm-hmm. No matter what anybody says, like. Yeah, because a lot of coaches will give you the macros. And then you're, like you said, if it fits your macros. But then you start getting too much, like, you play with too much shit. And I feel like it's a slippery slope, at least for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, you know, there's there's plenty of people said this, but I think Goob said this, too. Um, mm-hmm. you, can, you can get all your macros, right, from olive oil, fucking sugar, yeah. and, you know, uh, protein powder. There was, like, a dude that did that. He, like, and wanted to prove that he could, like, get in shape, and he, like, did it with, like, Twinkies and all, but, but it was, like... Yeah. He literally ate on his macros exactly, but he did it with a bunch of shitty food just yeah. to prove that it can be done. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't all shitty because he had to have some kind of protein source and stuff. But Yeah, and I just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I can't do it, but shout out to the people that can because that shit's hard. And, like, I don't have the no. brain. I, I, so my girl says that I have an overactive mind, and I think about too many things at once. Yep. So I can't. So what does that look them. like? I mean, I think I do that a little bit too. So, like, when you're doing your meal plans right now with this early up schedule getting up, how do you do it? Will you meal prep ahead of time or what do you do? Like, right now, bro, I'm not even, I'm like, it's not like the tightest meal plan, right? But, like, I'll make burger pat 96 for burger patties ahead of yep. time and then um, some sear or skirt steak. Ooh, yeah. And then I'll sear those and then I'll sear the burger patties. And then for the chicken, I'll just use Costco rotisserie chicken. Yep. It's fire. the easiest, yeah. Literally fire. You just yeah. pull that bitch off. Yep, it's done. <laughs> it's ready to go. And they're cheap. They're super yeah, just cheap. Just peel the yeah. skin off, you know what I'm saying? And just throw it on, use some hot sauce, and it's good, bro. It's tender. Like, I have no complaints with the rotisserie chicken. And I'm in an off-season, so it's like, I'm not trying to Right, go, you like, can be, uh, like, everybody I talk to during the off-season, that's when you can do a little more. It's still chicken, you know? And I still like to, uh, you know, like cheat meals and stuff like that. I think it is a good idea to have one, you know. Yeah, the big thing with me is um, if it's a cheat meal, I'm still eating the same thing anyway. You know what I'm saying? Basically so like, the same, yeah. Like if I go out to a restaurant, I'm going to order a salmon or a steak. Yes. So I'm just going to make that at home where I know where the ingredients are going in. Right. I've stopped. Like after I left the hospitality restaurant industry, Yeah, I kind of like stopped going out to eat. Well, the other Unless thing I'm I realized. Like with a big group of friends, you know. Yeah, because it is fun to do. We did that like a few weeks back, and it was a blast. But it is like, I can't imagine doing that every week and spending that money and exactly. shit. And it's like, I think uh, we went to send for my girl's birthday, and like, we didn't even we had like three drinks, and like I had a burger, and she had, and we had like two rolls of sushi. Yeah, and bro, that tab was three hundred bucks. Yeah, it's so easy to spend that's so like, much that's money. That's without tip. I was like, bro, what? Yeah, that's crazy. We didn't even get a window seat. <laughs> like, we didn't even get the view or anything. Dude, that's why you got to get rich so you can <laughs> live that kind of life. I, so, like, I want to even, like, okay, let's just speak on if we got rich, what we would do, right? Yeah. If I got rich, bro, I want to be fucking. I wouldn't go out to eat. 
I'd hire a personal chef right. and just cook all my shit for me. And I'd have the that best was, quality food. That would literally take so much time out of my whole week. I'd just be have like a personal chef just cooking my shit. Yeah, and if I was rich, I'd be one of the people like buying from like regenerative farms and shit, like the highest quality meat that's like never exactly. had antibiotics and shit. Yeah, like yeah. I'd be like buying from those like really fancy like organic farms where like the meat's oh, never yeah. been touched by like. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'd just be putting the best ingredients in my body, dude. Exactly. Yeah. But like that's my main thing, right? Is like financial freedom again, right? I want to stop trading um, time for money. That's huge. So that I can have time to do what I want. Yeah. If you can figure out a way to not have to sit, like trade time for money. Because I'm always like thinking like, how the fuck, you know, would you do that? Because everything I'm doing, even like if with podcasting, that's time for money. Yeah. You know, if I start training people, that's time for money because yeah. I still have to put in the time and the work. Yeah. Uh, bartending, that's big time, time for money. I have to yeah. be there. It's like, I don't know the best way to do it, um, you know, but. There's ways to do it. Yeah, whatever you do in life, it's either going to cost you time or it's going to cost you money. And time's, like, super valuable. And I'd rather spend money because I can't ever get back time, you know what I'm saying? No, and you can't do it. And you start getting, like, my age where I'm getting closer to 40 and stuff, you really start realizing, like, oh, man, it goes so fast. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's just, like, and you start, like you said, appreciating those things of, like, your family time and your exactly. time with, like, your girl and stuff like that. And it's, like, yeah, like me you want to have more of that time. That's why That's why you want to get successful. That's why you want to have money. It's not just to have money. Exactly. And, like, the big thing for me right now is, like, me and my girlfriend are long distance. My girlfriend Dude. lives in um, Yakima. No shit. And, like, she are comes you guys out like, here more than I come up there, but... Are you guys ever going to, like, move, or when are you going to move, or... So, like, that's the plan, right? It's, like, she's doing um, her clinicals at, like, a pediatric um Oh, you got facility. a girl in medical, dude? Yeah. That's the best. Exactly, and, like... Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good field. But, um, so she's in pediatrics, too, so she works with kids. Yeah, that's, um, like, what my sister does, dude. She works in the... Like, delivers babies and shit. That's dope. As a nurse. Yeah, it's cool. I love it. It's, like... And she loves that shit, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, my girl, so we had this talk, and, like, um, she plans on moving out here soon. Mm -hmm. It's just she has to finish her clinicals because she plans on going to school over here somewhere. Right, so there's a plan, though. Exactly. So it's like you know you're long distance, but it's not like it's going to be forever. Exactly. So that makes it probably easier to handle, I would imagine. Yeah. Like, if there was no real plan or, like, that would, I feel like that would get tough. Because you're like, what are we doing? And it still is tough, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm like, sure it's tough being away from each other. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah and um, she works a full day, right? She has a daughter, too. And yeah. She's up at the same time I'm up at. And she, we don't talk till, like, 9 o'clock at night. And, like, we, I mean, we text each other throughout the day. Like, yeah. Like, random texts. But, um, but that is tough, than, dude. You know? Yeah. And then when we see each other on the weekends, like... I dedicate all my weekend time to her if I'm not, like, if I don't have So that's shit, good. You know? Yeah. So it's, like, the big thing for me is, like, I want, when the time does come, when she does move out here, I want to be so secure that I can just spend the time. With oh, her. yeah. Well, you also, I mean, that's the other thing is, like, as a guy, it's, like, you want to be secure financially and stuff so that you have something to offer people, right? It's, like... Bro, I see these all over the place. So, you gotta, so that uh, one's just plain water. So what the hell? What the fuck? So the the only reason I get it is because it, so it's like water for my guests. That one has oh, this flavor. Is berry. Oh, okay. So, so that one has like twenty stuff. calories. Okay. That one is flavored water. It's really good. 
This one's literally just straight up water, but I don't, you know, I'm not like huge into trying to be morally superior, but I do think it's better to recycle um, aluminum. This is this is kind of banging. It's actually really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like not even gonna lie to you. I've seen them and I've seen people drinking them. Yeah, that berry one, dude. It's so good because it's not like it's also not like it's oh, just hinted. So like it's not. It's like a super hint, strong. and like you know when you drink a Lacroix, how it has like that super fucking no flavor. It tastes like static. Yeah, like this <laughs> is good, and it doesn't have that overly powerful um, carbonation. Exactly. Like every time I drink a Lacroix, I start like burping and shit. Like this has carbonation, but it's like like slight. You know, yeah. it's like. It's pretty bomb, dude. Mm-hmm. This is like the first time I had it, so I've done a lot of first things today, bro. But this one's great. It's just plain water, dude. Yeah, yeah. So this is my first time on a podcast. Yeah, um, shooting Jordan and Kimberly's. So wedding, first time like, shooting a wedding. Video. Yeah, that was the first first time liquid death. You know what I'm saying? It was. Dude, if you can get into that first. wedding game, man, that's money. And I thought like, it looked really cool, man. How was the wedding? It was very small, but, like, that's how they wanted it. They wanted it very intimate. And yep. that's okay, but it was it was fun, and it was good seeing two people that I, like, are And they, like, love each other. Yeah, yeah. And are in love. It's pretty cool. Them. I look at that as, like, goals, you know what I'm saying? I've like, only been to two weddings, bro. You know what no I'm shit. Like, yeah. my boys are in the streets right now. Yeah, so not, not <laughs> like, all getting married and shit. Yeah, you know, my boys are straight in the streets, so... Dude, I've been in weddings, like, yeah, I've had, like, it's like I've always been in weddings, like, yo, hey, you want to be in my wedding party and shit, and then I moved out here, and I got to get out of, like, all the weddings, because I'm, like, too far away, Yeah, which is, like, sad in the same time, but it's also kind of like, hey, I didn't have to go to that wedding, you know, like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, one thing that I, I mean, it's better a wedding than a funeral, bro, I tell myself, like, I'm I'm not Now, weddings are pretty cool, actually. Exactly. They're, they're, they're fun. It's like, I don't know. It's two people that love each other. and Yeah. Especially if they're, like, low-key like that one. It's when they're, like, those, like, big-ass, like, you know, I'm from, like, Iowa, so it's a lot of these, like, big-ass religious ones where it's, like, a whole church ceremony. Oh, bro, I just went to my first quinceanera, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. Bro, that shit was big, bro. Mexicans know how to get down. Oh, yeah, no they, shit, They was dude. throwing parties. Like, there was a whole band there doing... All types right. of Mexican There's so many things. different ways that religions have to like. Religion mine's like that old school you know. Christianity, so it's all yeah. like really quiet and like. Then I've been to other churches where it's like, oh damn, this is so different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. There's so many different ways, but. Yeah, I mean, we got like debut, so it's the same thing. So the Philippines is, um, it's a Spanish-based culture, but instead of doing like a quinceanera when you're 15 and like you're becoming an adult for girls, right? We right. Debuts. Okay. You turn 18. Yep, and really so that's like a celebration into adulthood, basically. Yeah. So for us, that's like getting, um, oh, what do we call it? Kicked out of her house. Oh, yeah, that's when you get kicked out. <laughs> like, no, okay, you're on you. your own. <laughs> no, I think for us, it's like, what do we call it? I can't remember. You get to a certain age, they uh, do something to you in the church. I can't remember. Like when you're little, it's baptized, and then I can't remember what it is. I have no idea, bro. Yeah, I don't remember. I just started going back to church, to be honest. Yeah, how's that for you, man? You go to the, what, that 611 church? No, um, 116. 116, that's what it is. I mean, I haven't been there in uh, That seems like a pretty cool church, though. It's pretty dope. Yeah. It's dope. I mean, like, er everybody we know pretty much goes there, so. Right, it just looks like really, um, 
kind of a chill vibe and like every you know i don't see like people they kind of wear like more casual clothes and stuff oh yeah so it's so different from where what i come from like i said it's so exactly old-fashioned oh dude you gotta wear like dress shirts and it's so like stuffy like everything is like you know it's creepy when you're a kid because it's like all the dudes have like the weird robes on and shit and it's like (laughs) they might may or may not be pedophiles we don't know i don't know dude it was just a creepy vibe so it's like but uh so yeah maybe that gave me a weird idea about religion but yeah now i have so many friends that are religious and it's like definitely having a different opinion about all that stuff lately you know I, mean, I think it helps cool. a lot of people. I, I definitely believe in a higher power, dude. Yeah. Um, I believe that I couldn't have gotten this far. Without, without it? One. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's been... I it's mean, brought a positive positivity to your life, you think? Yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to be highly addicted to drugs, man. Um, right. I think... I first started doing drugs when I was like 13 years old, right? Right. And like... Anybody that I was influenced by was doing drugs. So I thought it was like a normal thing. You thought it was just part of... Yeah, I thought it was just part of growing up, you know what I'm saying? So you really, like, to you it was as normal as anything. So it didn't even seem like, this is weird that I'm doing this. Yeah, I remember smoking weed back then. And, like, I don't smoke weed. I don't, like, do drugs or anything now. But I remember smoking weed back then. And I was like, damn, like, this feels hella good. But then, like, everybody hated me for smoking drugs. And, like, this was in junior high. Like, I was, like, in seventh grade. Everybody right. hated me for like smoking weed, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden we're in high school and everybody's smoking weed's weed. cool. And, and I was like, "Hold up, <laughs> you guys! Like, you guys me. were like shitting on me, yeah. yeah." And then like everybody's smoking weed and fucking doing hella drugs and Molly and going to parties and shit. Right. Well, that is weird because it's like, well, you know, I grew up around a lot of alcohol, so it was like I understand what you mean. Like, okay. I remember getting to a point in life where I was like, realized like. Growing up around alcohol, I didn't even realize that not drinking was an option. Yeah. Like, that's just you, that's just what you do. Like, I didn't... So, like, when I got more into, like, fitness and stuff and... Because and, I kind of stopped drinking in general. I mean, like, I have that whiskey and stuff. I'll have some a little bit here and there. But I remember, like, realizing that I don't actually have to drink. And, like, it was, like, a revelation. Because everybody yeah. just drank. Yeah. Like, it was just so part of our culture that, like... The idea that you didn't have to and you could get into something like lifting or something healthier didn't even click with me until, and once it did, it's like, it was this weird thing of almost like wanting to not be the same as everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it was big in my um, family, actually, because I come from a family where like all the men are alcoholics, you know, it's the thing to do like right when you get home is like, you know, and face plant. I think, I have an uncle, right? And I don't know if he's still like this. I haven't seen him in like four years. But when I was up there, bro, like every day after work, he's killing like bottles of gin. Yeah. That's why I drink gin. Like gin's, gin's my Should we have some whiskey? I have a shot with you. <laughs> I was yeah. like, here we're talking about how like you don't have to drink. And then we're just about to try this whiskey yeah. for the first time. <laughs> yeah, we waited so on the podcast. Here's another first shit. too, dude. Yeah. This is Metallica whiskey. So it's... um. Yeah, I've never tried this shit either. So it's uh, it's called it. Blackened American whiskey. Okay, and let me smell it. It's uh, apparent. So the gimmick is they play it a Metallica playlist. So I had the playlist of what songs got played to it. Yeah. So like it's and we don't have to have a time, but there we go, man. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to have a time. No, just, uh, this is how you do it healthy. Okay. You know, because we're talk we're we're trying to help people 
get out of addictions and stuff here. <laughs> but sometimes it's fun to like have a little bit. Well, you yeah, know? and that's like where my shit is, right? It's like I. So uh, that's batch one twenty five. So I I know the playlist that got played. I was able to kind of here. Hell yeah, dude! Let's go. And it's good. It's smooth. Yeah, sure. that is good. Okay, damn. Yeah. Um, Metallica whiskey. Fuck yeah. So, coming up, right, I was, uh, so my uncle drank heavenly and, like, you would see him faceplant, right? But, like, to the point where he would pass out. Pass out on the sidewalk. And my aunt, like, in the Philippines, it's 117 degrees, bro. And he just passed out on the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you my, could die. My yeah. aunt had to go pick him up and, like, go bring him inside the house. Um, but it, it, like I said, it runs in the family, whatever, whatever. And um, that's where my addiction to alcohol from, comes from. And like, It's definitely something that runs in families for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. still to this day, like whenever something traumatic happens, I'll probably run alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I know when to stop, you know. And like I have a great... Well, and you've been able to put a lot of uh, it into, like you said, your structure with your meal plans and your lifting and all that exactly. stuff. And I've, I've gone to the gym drunk before and it's not the business, bro. So. No, that's not good. I've never done that, but I've oh, definitely bro. done it hung over. The pumps are insane, but like... Uh, you get pumps from it? Probably like, it's probably yeah. carbs. Hey, did you used to follow that one redneck guy that used to... Oh, I fucking love him. Huck Finn Barbell? Yeah, that dude. Dude, that guy is still one it, of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> He's just dude, he like, he, you know, and I I love pro wrestling, so it's yeah. like, I love he how much he loves pro wrestling, and you exactly. can see it in all his shit. Dude, this is actually really good. Like, it's got yeah. that warm, you know, it's like... Definitely makes me feel warm on a cool day. Yeah, but no, yeah, Huck Finn Barbell is the shit, dude. Yeah, bro. Um, I was talking about it with somebody that was... Pro wrestling? No, on your podcast. I think it was, like, Brandon or something. Yeah, Brandon was great, dude. And um, we were talking about, like, like the WWF and, like, WWE and, like, who are our favorite characters, right? And it was yeah, like, so who's your face, dude? It's... <sighs> It's a tie, right? I mean, like, I fucked with Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero was the best. He used to come out best. in the lowriders, right? Dude, he would like, do that shit. thing where he would, like, shake his fucking... Yeah. And uh, they paired him with China, and he would call her Mamacita <laughs> and all that shit. Dude, that was, like, the best. But I, I fucked with the Hardy Brothers. Yeah, they're good. The Hardy Brothers they're were great. crazy, right? And, like, growing up, I used to, like... All Jeff my Hardy was the shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. All, all my friends were white. So, it was just, like, I fucked with the Hardy brothers, yeah. and I was, like... They were well, they out. had that cool style, too. Like, when they first came, and they started, like, coming out with those kind of pants on with yeah. the belts, and then Jeff Hardy would start doing the face paint, and he'd be wearing, like, fishnet shit, and, like... Yeah. Rob Van Dam was dope, dude. Yeah, RVD. Yeah. <laughs> R-V... Dude. Yeah, bro. Dude, that I, shit was great. Oh, so you you watched it in that great era. Hell yeah, that bro. was a good era, bro. When, like, when they turned WWF to WWE and the shit turns WWE SmackDown and shit. And oh, WWE it was great. Bro. Yeah, it was yeah, great, bro. dude. So that was a good era, man. Yeah, like God, there was some cool shit. Growing bro. up watching that, it's dope that like there's still guys out there that grew up on that shit. I grew up on like, see, I was like all over the place. Like I said, man, Power Rangers, Pokemon, WWE. Like, right. <laughs> I was all over the Yeah, place, that shit's cool. So. No, Power Rangers was dope, too. I remember my cousin was big into that I shit. I fucked with the Power Rangers. Which hey, one was your I favorite? I still watched it. I mean, the originals. So, so was like, it? Ivan Ooze. Because um, there was the red one, the green one, and then they oh, brought the white one in. The green one. Because he was the villain, and then he turned good. I okay. like the villain one. 
Yeah. So yeah. Tommy, when he was a villain, was dope, bro. And yeah. Okay, yeah, man. Ah, that's so good shit. And I remember everybody fucked with him, but he was just hella mean to everybody. Like, there was that one scene where uh, Kim was trying to... But like, was he, like, a badass? Yeah. That's why they fucked with him, because he was so good. Yeah. Dude, man, that's so great, like, nostalgia and shit. Yeah, man. I get a lot of people on here, we start talking about, like, old stuff from when you were a kid, shows and all that, man. Like, we we like we were all lucky. We grew up in such a, like thriving era of like creativity evolution yeah, yeah the evolution of like pop culture yeah, the internet oh man yeah. <laughs> i was super big on runescape bro like yeah. I, I don't know man i was a gamer um yeah i spent days and days on runescape bro we uh i remember like i hope nobody from that place calls me but i remember i used to go to my mom's work right and like, yeah. the only way to get a membership to this game right is you had to call it in on the and phone? Like, yeah, and they'll give you, like, a pin okay. into, like, the website. And I used to run over, and they charged you. It was ten ninety nine. Uh, It was ten ninety nine a membership, right? So I would call them from my mom's work, right? And so they were getting charged. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Yeah, That's bro. genius, though, as a kid. I mean, it was fucked up, right? I was just a kid, though, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're just a kid, I'll yeah. fucking pay back all that money if, like, some shit happened, but... No, no, but that's funny as fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> nah, I love that stuff, dude. We used to just play a lot of wrestling games. Yeah. Yeah. I had all those, too, because I remember... Like, for, SmackDown versus Raw and all that. Like, yeah, for my 12th birthday, my mom got me a PS2, bro. Yeah, PS2 is the shit. The Tony Hawk Pro Sk- I still got that at the house. Yeah, Pro I Skater. The, I had all the PlayStations. What were all the best PS2 uh, games? Um, I played Crash a lot. I played, um, there was like the surfing game I used to play. Yeah. Tony Hawk, of course, was top tier. Right. Um, there was a lot of cool games, dude. Yeah, like All um, the WWEs were on there. They were so good on there, yeah. We used, we'd play those all night, like to like. You know, stay up all night. I remember my buddy Brad was like living in when we were in college. We would literally just play that all night. We'd go to his sister's place and like fucking throw the controller and all that shit. <laughs> that was great. I'd get so pissed, you know, like fuck. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, but yeah, PS2 was awesome, and then like Guitar Hero came out. I remember, you know, I think that was like what the first. See, I was never good at those games, right? I'm, I'm it's not like, like click, good click, at click, art click, 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 like click, 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 you know yeah. Or like, I don't have the hand-eye coordination. I think I could do level two, it. okay. Yeah. And it's funny because I play real guitar. Yeah. But like, I don't know how those guys do it. Like when you get into those high levels and they're just like fucking yeah. all over that thing and Their they're clicking like away, they're gliding all over the place. Yeah, some people get so fucking good at that, man. But then there was like. I'm trying to think of, like, really cool PS2 games. I remember, like, this one was called Gun. That was, like, it was kind of like Red Dead. Yeah. But it was, like, an early one. So, like, you just, like, you like, you're basically riding a horse and shit and, like, stealing shit and stagecoaches and all that yeah. shit. Like, kind of like Red Dead. Splinter Cell, too, was, like, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Like, oh, all yeah, those shooting dude. Games, bro. I was big on the shooting games, man. Because that's, like, all my uncles played growing up. They had, like, all the Xboxes and shit. You know, you know that shit's actually kind of good for you, like, uh, hand-eye coordination and all that stuff, yeah. I guess. I can't remember. I was just listening to a podcast where somebody was talking about actually playing video games yeah. is kind of more beneficial than, like, watching TV or, like... Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, working your brain. Well, it helps you relax, but in a, it's in a way that uh, you're still, like, kind of, like, gaining skills and shit, like, yeah. problem-solving. So you're, like, using your brain. And anytime you're like doing problem solving with your brain, you know, you're creating like neural pathways and everything. Absolutely. So you're strengthening it. 
So it's like some I hate kind of like shitting on you know people that play video games because it's like Brandon was saying he likes doing that shit too. Yeah, still, yeah. I still. But I think it's healthy, like a little bit. You well, know, I have my gaming setup still just in case one day yeah. I want to fuck around and just hop back on. You know, call it's it kind of like you you know you might like want to do it, but you probably just don't have a lot of time right now. Yeah, bro. I mean, like I spent a hell of money on my gaming setup. I got like the Xbox Series X. Yeah. Um, I got. A fucking twelve hundred dollar monitor, Astro gaming headphones, tournament ready. I saw shit. some of that shit. Yeah, you, you know posted some of that. Like, yeah. So you got the setup, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. And like, I have a four K fucking um, screen, and like, I don't know if you're gonna know any of this, but it shoots out one hundred forty four hertz per second. Yeah. It's one hundred forty four um, frames per second, so it can keep up with my four K. No shit. And it does the output of the Xbox. So it's, okay, it's pretty decent. Yeah, so you get into that tech stuff, which honestly, I feel like that probably helps you with the photography thing. I mean, it so correlates. Kind of correlates like, in a sense. It right? correlates just like when you're messing around with settings so you can know like what each yeah. setting does, right? But like, if you were to ask me like certain adjustments in like the camera, I probably wouldn't know what to tell you. But that's just I another. I just shoot, dude. Literally, yeah, but you're going to, that's something you're still like learning, you yeah. know? When it comes to, like, I can't explain it. When it comes to shooting, I, like, literally, I just point, shoot, and if I don't like the photo, I'll edit a couple of settings and then just shoot again. And if I like it, then I'll take it back to the house, put it on the iPad, and edit it. Yeah, but I think the cool thing, I think the value thing is, like, what you said about just going out and doing it. Yeah. It's kind of like even, like, if you're going to be, like, a personal trainer, you actually can't get good at it till you, like, have your first client. Yeah. And actually try to help somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. And that's why so I'm, not, like, I'm not trying to shit on like a hell of people. But like in these last couple of years, we had an influx of personal trainers. Yeah, and let's hear about it, dude. I know you were making some posts about it. I'm going to be one of those dudes pretty soon. Like, well, that's okay, bro. And like that's dope. Like follow well, your dreams and do what you But it's kind of also like I'm not going to go out there and be like, hey, I can uh, coach you yeah. to get into the Emerald Cup. Like that's yeah. not – I'm not going to, like, go out and pretend I could, like, get somebody to, like, the level that Jordan can for, like, a bodybuilding yeah. show. I have no experience in that. But what I could, can do is just, like, take, like, a, a lady that works at Microsoft and she's 40. I can help her with her diet and exercise. You know, yeah. like, uh, I call it, like, regular people type of thing. You know, yeah. like, with those kind of people, help I think. Regular people. Yeah, I think I can definitely help. You know, and I'm going to take my NASM class or I have that test on the 21st. Bro, I bought that. I, I bought that, like. A year and a half ago and like if you want a study course. guide i got a study guide that's like pass it in 30 days hey, just give me the cliff notes i'll get that's <laughs> what i'm saying like so i did i did all the studying with their thing but then i was like i saw this guy that was selling these you know and it's kind of a scam too because he's just trying to make money too but he uh sells a study guide and then i also got a free study guide yeah. um and they're really good because it's like this is actually the shit you need to know to pass it because there's a lot of bullshit that you don't even you know, they give you so much shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a good study guide if you want it. Because then it, you only have to, like, you could call them up and schedule your tests. I think it's only, like, a hundred and some dollars. So, you know, you study the study guide, go back, call them, take the test, bam, it's like you like $500 for the course, and then you got to pay $60 for the test. Yeah, but if you've already bought the course once, all you need to do is pay for the test, I think. Yeah, well... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so all you need is a retest. I think that's only, like, 150 bucks or something. Yeah. So there you go, dude. You could have add that to your arsenal, you know. But, but yeah, let's it, hear right, your point about this like, coach. There's so many personal trainers out, right? And, like, not to, like, shit on, like, half of the personal trainers, but, like, when I go up 
and trying to find somebody to train me. I'm not looking if they're decked out. I'm not like or like buff or right. I'm looking to see if they're knowledgeable. Yeah. You know what I'm and I feel like the influx that we've had, it just like they're just they did one show, placed fifth. And then they and became now, a, all of a sudden there are personal trainers that are teaching other people how to get fifth place. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it just doesn't make sense, right? Well it's kinda like you said, it's it's I don't know. It's kind of like if I all of a sudden said, hey, I can teach you how to, like, win a powerlifting competition and I can teach you how to, like, do men's physique. Like, I can't teach people how to do that. I don't know how to do that yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can teach people how to, like, do their macros and do meal plans and give them basic workouts. Like, I can do that much. Yeah. But that's general population. That's general health. I'm not going to pretend I'm like Jordan or one of these other people. But it's like you got to start somewhere. So that's my goal. And I think like the place for everybody, every personal trainer to start, right, is basic anatomy. I feel like as a personal trainer, you need to know what each body part does and how to move it. Dude, like if you look at all those books there, that's what I got all that shit for too. Exactly. Dude, I have so many good books there. You'd shit. Like it's like. And anatomy is a fun class, bro. Like I took that shit at LW Tag. It's a fun class. I even have applied kinesiology. Yeah. I got like. It's learning how the body works, bro. It's like learning every body part. It's like if you really like fitness, you want to know how the body works and you're actually intrigued by how some. Well, and I got this book from that, that, this dude that it's basically the same place that I bought that study guide for NASM. And he had a book, How to Become a Great Personal Trainer. And I mean, that's basically what he's saying is the stuff you're saying. He's like complaining about the fitness industry and how like. He's like, trainers don't even know basic anatomy. They don't even know. Like, he's pretty disappointed. And so that's why I like his, his material because it's like he has a good good resources. And uh, it's this uh, it's show-up fitness if anybody wants to check it out. But yeah. I don't know. The dude, you know, and he's got, like, his degree in kinesiology, and he's very educated, and he believes that personal training should be a lot more – he thinks it should be harder than just like taking a fucking NASM test, like yeah. a multiple choice question, and then all of a sudden you're a personal trainer. You know? Yeah, I feel like, like people should be in the field. Yeah, but like, we do know some great ones around yeah. here for sure. I feel like people should have to. It should be like shadowing people, like you right. They should have to work people. under somebody else first. Get so many hours under them. And like shout out to the people that are at LA Fitness. That's like what a lot of people I know. People I know. Alley Fitness. Or they doing, start doing, there first. Yeah, they start yeah. at like big block name gyms, and they they put in their gym. time. Yeah, because that sucks to start. Unless you have like, see, this is where like it all ties into social media, right? Because like, if you have a big social media following, right, and you post personal training, like some people just want to get personal training so they have somebody to talk to. Like, oh, dude, you know that's uh, I, most personal trainers I talk to. Tell me that that's like majority of their job. Yeah, is they just want somebody. They just to want talk somebody to, to talk to you for an hour. That yeah. knows nothing about them. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Well, that's like yeah. Uh, so my neighbor here too. He he's done that too. He's in real estate, but he's also a personal trainer. And he's like, man, he's like half my job when I train people is literally just like they just talk to me for an hour. Yeah. He's like, I hand them some weights. They do a little bit of this and yeah. keep them engaged. You know. Yeah, keep them engaged, and that's all they really want out of it. Um, yeah. But, I mean, if I train people, I want to do a good job. Exactly. And I feel like everybody should have that point of view. Like, with my photography, right, like, I'm giving it out for free. Why? Because I want to get better. Well, right. And that's what I thought about, too, is, like, even, like, you know, there was a kid at Eastside Gym who's, like, you know, just kind of asking me questions about certain stuff. And he's a younger kid. And I know he doesn't have any money for a trainer. Real quick, can I vape in here? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, as long as it's just a vape. But I'm like, bro, like, if he wants to train for free, like, I'll help him out for free just so I can get the experience, you know? Like, And that's the main thing, right? And that's the yeah. way to do it, right? Because... Well, that's why I loved what you did with the photography thing. I'm like, that is so smart to do it. Like, obviously, you kind of put out into the ether, like, yo, this is not going to be free forever. Exactly. But it is like, hey, I'm just learning. Right I'm just learning how to do this. So, like... Honestly, it's like I'm paying you to get good at my craft by yeah. giving you this for free. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like I feel like that's and super I've, valuable. I, I've like I've gave pictures out like when I first started that I'm like, oh, I wish I could redo those. You know, what I'm right. Because you've already well, gotten like, better. I'm I've sure. talked to a lot of people in the photography industry and like you always feel that way. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But me, like as a layman looking at your stuff, it just looks awesome. Yeah. But but I, I mean, I feel like. You know, the closest thing I have to that is wrestling or music. Yeah. And no matter how good you get at it, you'll watch your stuff back and be like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. There's always a way like, to get I, better. Like, that's like what I you get at a certain level, and then I'll, like, go back and watch a match that I remember being a good match, and I'll be like, God, when I chopped him, that looked so pussy. Yeah. Be like, why, did, why, did, why didn't I lay that in? Yeah. Like, everything else looked good in that match. Ooh, that looked good. That looked good. But, you know, I go and I chop a guy. Yeah. And, like, you know, in the match, it seemed like I chopped him hard, but I'm watching it back, and I'm like, oh, bro, you got to lay those in. Hey, you know when, like, you're in your dream, and you try to punch somebody in your dream, and it doesn't feel it's like It's like slow motion, him. yeah. It's like, why am I not punching him hella hard? <laughs> dude, yeah, that's weird. Some of that shit from dreams, dude. We had a dude on here that was talking about um, paranormal shit, dude. That was creepy. Like he's all into like ghosts and all that shit. Which you know, I I completely believe in. I'm so, open to it, dude. Yeah. You should have heard him. Like the stuff he was talking about, it was so. I actually think I'm having another girl on here that does a podcast on paranormal and like serial killers and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think she's gonna be on here sometime in December. But I actually kind of dig that shit. Yeah, it's fun, dude. Even if it's and like it's fun to watch too. Well, and then we were kind of joking around. Like he gave me some like. These, like, dousing rod things that are supposed to pick up spirits, whatever. I, I don't know how, whatever. But then he had that EVP recorder, like. And so I'm, like, joking around, like, hey, if there's any ghosts in here, you know, show yourself. And we are talking about that ghost adventure show where the guy's kind of a bro. Yeah. His name is Zach Baggins, remember? Like, uh, ghost adventures. I might remember And that. he kind of, like, has a style. He kind of looks like a bro. Like, he yeah. lifts and shit. And he's like, sometimes he gets like aggressive with the ghost. So like, that's what I was doing. I had the thing. I'm like, look, bro, if you're in here, fucking show yourself, you pussy. Mm. Like, come on, you ghost pussy. Let's fuck. You know, and I was joking like for the podcast to make it. But then afterwards I was like, dude, can we like cleanse the area or some <laughs> shit? Like, I don't want to. Like, what if there really was a ghost in here and I was just like talking shit to it? Yeah. You know, and the whole time it's been fine with me here, but all of a sudden I'm calling it a pussy and shit. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if I believe in it, but I must kind of believe in it. Cause I was kind of like, bro, we got to like, so he had some salts and shit and like did this thing to like cleanse the room afterwards. But like, yeah, bro. there's I mean, people, they make money doing that shit, dude. So my grandma was like really big on spirits, right? And like, yeah. my grandma is like really one of the main reasons why I believe in God and like yeah. her power or whatnot. And like she, my grandma has never led me wrong. Yeah. So, of course, I'm going to believe in it because she believes in it. Well, and that's the thing, dude, is, like, if you do believe in it, like, it's tied, It's completely tied to religion because, I mean, that's the way that they, like, if he's going to cleanse this room, that it's through, like, the light of God. Yeah. You know, like, that's what they believe in. So, it's, like, 
because whatever these spirits and are, sage. they're yeah, sa- ah. like sage. He had this uh, black salt stuff like that, but it's like it's definitely hand in hand because it's like evil entities. So the way to like, you know, and if you do have a ghost or something like the way that they get rid of it is they have somebody that's religious come in and basically cleanse the room. Like you said, sage. Bro, I had a girl that I was dating that had fucking, that like saged everything. It was like hella big in the tarot cards or whatever the fuck. Dude, that shit's cool. I'd like to get a tarot card reading. Yeah, those are kind of fire. So like, yeah. so my girl currently, right, her brother's hella into it, like tarot card reading. It's great. Uh, it's creepy though. Like, yeah, exactly. Because like, it's kind of like I want to do it, but I also like if I'm gonna die or something, I don't want to know. And like one of my biggest things too is like he's hella big into astrology. And, yeah. Like, bro, What's like, your sign, bro? So I am a Taurus. Whatever. Um, I'm a Taurus Aries Scorpio. Oh no, no. shit. So Taurus is your main sign, and then what? You have like your moon sign, yeah. And, like, and then my um, so my rising is a Scorpio. Yeah, because I'm like a Capricorn, but my like moon is a Leo. Yeah. And something like it's crazy, dude. Yeah. But all my friends are like, bro, you're such a Capricorn. And I'm like, okay, cool. I just don't. I feel like so I like don't fucking go after me, guys. But I feel like astro- astrology is just diet racism. In what way? So I feel like you're judging people off what the stars are telling you. Yeah. And like, isn't that weird? Like, KKK, what if the KKK was judging black people off their color? Why skin are you judging color. me off the my like star the signs? date that you were born? It's just diet racism, bro. Yeah, that's funny because if you think about it, dude, like it really could have nothing to do with who this person is, and now you're like, well, I can't, you know, or like even if you're trying to date, you're like, nah, she's a whatever, so I'm not gonna like get in. That's weird, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if it has nothing to do with anything? Exactly. You know, like, like, my girl's hella big in astrology, and, like, I don't really care, right? Because, like, some yeah. of the shit she'd be saying is true. Like, sometimes You ever see some of those fucking memes where they're, like, it's, like, a girl telling a guy, like, or it's, like, the guy saying, like, yeah, she told me I'm uh, and he, like, says it totally wrong. Yeah, like, I'm so fucking fu- I'm an asparagus <laughs> or shit like that, yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. that shit's funny. Or, like, Mercury's on... In- Gatorade in Gatorade, yeah, that's what those are, dude. They're fucking hilarious, bro. Yeah, bro. No, I love that shit. Memes and shit. That's one thing. I, that's one thing I love about the internet. Yeah, memes are huge, bro. Comedy memes, like, like I, I can that, scroll on TikTok for hours. Yeah, I, I like I've done it. Like during COVID, like I had to delete the app for a little. Yeah, TikTok's I was on there for like dude. seven hours one night, and like the sun was coming up, and I was like, whoa. I'm lucky I don't get too into that TikTok stuff. So no, like Instagram's bad. I'll just scroll on there all Especially the time. Especially when I'm on prep because it makes me not focus on like being hungry. How hungry you are and wanting yeah. food, dude. So like whenever I see like reels, I'll just scroll. Well, there's some funny off. shit, dude. Um, I remember someone was sending me even like talking about scary shit. Like there's some fun, like scary shit on there. Like if you want to watch oh, yeah, like, like creepy pastas, bro. Yeah, creepy pastas and shit, dude. I fucking shit, love bro. that shit. Yeah, like like scary stories. And you ever hear like, like the the backwards man or whatever? Yeah, dude, that shit's so bro, creepy. There's like a guy on YouTube. He's like creepy pasta or something. Like he, all he does is creepy pastas, and he has like the voice for it. There's another one like the smiling man. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, dude, a, I love that shit. There's a few, or like the lady that was like in um. There was a lady that was trapped into, or they had all these guys stay up for as long as possible. Yeah. And they went crazy. Right. And, like, they tried to get the last one. Like, most of them killed themselves, but the last one, he stayed alive. Just from sleep deprivation. Yeah, and then he pretended to be, like, asleep or dead. And then he went in and killed everybody. 
Jesus, dude. Yeah, that sounds bro. like a good and then, one. Like he got away. Like, dude, I love that shit. Yeah, bro. Creepy was, stories. I don't know why I mean, they're the so fun. Are crazy, bro. And I, I used to watch those in the dark because yeah. like there's nothing that's gonna flash out after you. you know no, but saying? you watch it in the dark before yeah. you go to bed, and it's so creepy, dude. Like. Yeah. There's these ones on YouTube called The Back Rooms. Have you ever seen that? Uh, I haven't. You might have to send me that. Because creepypastas are dope, The bro. Back Rooms are creepy. It's like, it's weird because it's like, it's basically like, it starts out with like, it's like a cameraman. So yeah. he he's like, basically, you're the cameraman. So, yeah. and he's like, they're filming like a, like a, a horror movie, but it's like, looks like just some kids like making a, a little fun horror movie really low budget and he's like filming it so there's some dummy with like a mask on and it's like yeah. looks all super low budget but he's got the camera and they're trying to make this movie and he accidentally like falls through this crack or something and ends up in this weird room and he tries to like get the attention he can't get his buddies he's way too far down he still has the camera and it's like this weird room of like all these corridors and hallways and so like it's creepy because you're like the camera and then you're like there's something so creepy about like him. He's walking down all these. You know when you, there's hallways and you don't know what's around the corner. And yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'd have to say, but it builds a suspense, and then he ends up seeing this like. I won't ruin it. I'll just send it to you. Okay. But it ends. It's so creepy, dude. Yeah, I don't bro, know. They have like uh, creepy pastas on like the dark net and shit, and like hire. I hired a hitman to kill me. Oh, and, like he he shit. was just leading this hitman in like circles, and then finally like he um the hitman ends up. Uh, killing him but he hired a hitman to kill the hitman too holy shit it was it was fucking it's like crazy circles bro it's like a three-part creepypasta it's a good way to waste three hours i would watch day. that because i love creepypastas it's like three hours bro it's like three series it's, it's crazy right i think that's how these corridor ones are too like what <laughs> you watch the first one it's good but then they have like 10 more and exactly. they're all creepy but uh, you know it's like way better to recycle this than pull. there's already too much plastic in the world you know? yeah so it's like yeah, and they taste good, so. But, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we get this weird thing where, like, when you're bodybuilding or on a meal plan, you know, you can't have anything. So it's like the one thing we can have that's fun is, like, so, like, black coffee. So I got into, like, because, you know, like, you can't, like, other, other we like having, like, things, you yeah. know, like, stuff you can, like, snack on or whatever. But we can't snack because we're on a meal plan. So I can't go get like a bag of like chips and have fun and do like, but I can have like a liquid death or I can make like these, this bones coffee company, dude. Like I just, I actually just got some more cause their flavors are so cool. Like, you know, that's like mint chocolate chip over there. There's cotton candy. There okay. was like s'more flavor. Like they got cool okay. dope flavors. So I like it, but it's like no sugar. It's just black coffee, but it's infused with this flavor. So it's yeah, like protein ice cream is good too. Bro. Oh, where do you get that? Bro, you just make it with protein. Oh, yeah, I do that. I'll, like, every time I have my protein, I literally just mix it up. I, I never even do it in a shake anymore. Yeah. But that gets me. dangerous, too. I could binge on that. Oh, bro, it was a yeah. way for me to get out, bro. Yeah. I love... So... But I love it because it's I like having... sweets, bro. It so, makes you feel like you're having cookie dough. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, my main thing, right, is, like, I love sweets, bro. Yeah, so I made the mistake of getting into this... Um, and shout out to this company because it was good. It's called King Line Nutrition. Yeah. They make like protein cookie dough. Yeah. And it is really good, but I couldn't have it around because I would just eat too much of it. Yeah. So it's like comes in powder form, you know, and you put it in a bowl and then you mix in a little water. Oh. And like, so I would be like, oh, you know, I'll have this on my cheat day, but it'd be like, 
I'd end up just like eating the whole fucking, you know, like, oh shit, I just ate like two bags of it. Which, honestly, if you are going to binge, like, that's not too bad because it's like, you, you know, if you eat two protein. bags of that, it's super, it's like. Probably bad on your kidneys. But it's so hard on your digestive yeah. system and shit, dude. You can't be having that much powdered shit. Like, yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's low calorie, so it was like, okay. But so I stopped buying it. I'm like, I can't have this around. Yeah. You know, it's like, but I can't have coffee and liquid deaths. So. Yeah, my main thing was, um, whenever I'm on prep, I just like stack up on veggies. Um, right. I'm big on sauces. Um, anything to just add flavor. Yeah, sauces are big. So like, my thing now is I've gotten into having the air fryer. You're late, bro. Yeah. So tell me about air fryers, dude. You like the air fryer, dude? Bro, air fryers are like... So when I'm like on prep, right, I get like Weber's garlic sriracha and I just dice up some chicken. You want any more of this shit? No, I'm good. Um, I just fucking throw it on some chicken. I'll throw it in the air fryer for like 15 minutes and bro, it... It comes oh, out like so crispy good. chicken, yeah, like little chicken nuggets. So what's the what is it? It's um McCormick Weber, Weber's, okay, like sriracha, bro, and like it's bomb. And then like I'll make like a stir fry, and then I'll add like some um, coconut aminos or something. Yeah, you know? and then just air like, fryer kill just rules. Yeah, it's it's the fastest way because you could be doing some other shit while your meal is cooking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it shuts like off when it's done. Watch. No, it's like nice because it's safe too. Like if yeah. you leave the stove, up, you got to watch it, but um. I even put, so, like, if I'm on, like, chicken and rice right now, yeah. I'll just take the chicken and rice and throw it in there and, like, let it get crispy. Yeah. The ri- ri- crispy rice, rice, when it's like crispy, it. dude, it tastes like a fucking snack. It's, yeah, like, it's so good. good. It's just like rice cakes or anything. Oh, like it's that. so good, dude. But, so, yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. I've been really good again. Like I said, after I got lean, I kind of, like, I don't know, I got into too many sweet things. Yeah. Well, that's... that's and the thing was, like, when I, after I got lean, it was, like... I was so lean for a while that I could, like, have a day where I would eat a bunch of sweet shit and it didn't even, like, make me but that. But that's where it fucks with you, right? Because yeah. you don't even, you don't notice it on your body. That's You're the like, problem. do it again. It made me feel like I was invincible or some yeah, shit. And then I'm like, now I'm like, oh, God, I got to get my shit together because I got the <laughs> show coming up. So, like, the last couple of weeks I've been back on point, which is good. Yeah. But I realized, like, we get this weird thing where, like, it's right. It gives you this idea that you're like invincible. Yeah. And you're fucking not. Exactly. So like it's like you like, well, I can do that. Look at I'm fucking lean now. Exactly. I can I can get away with that. It's like, no, you can't. Yeah, so I learned my lesson. It was another learning experience for me. I'm like, oh, like you don't it's kinda like the thing of like you realize in bodybuilding, and I think this is how true of life too, is like we want to have our cake and eat it too, type yeah. of shit. Like Nothing is free. So, like, if you want the good body, there's no shortcuts. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you have to. Like, so it's like if you want something, you have to put in the work to get it. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's like, no, you can't have your protein cookie dough and still be lead. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, exactly. it's just not going to work, bro. Like, yeah, so I had to learn my lesson. Like, I just got to stick with my meal plan. And Yeah, for me, know. man, it's like. So, for me getting lean, right, something always comes up when a show is about to happen, right? Well, you got uh, injured. At first, well, my, the first time, right, COVID hit. Right. So, like, I couldn't. So, there's no shows. And then the second time, fucking, I decided not to do the show, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Third time, I got injured, and I fucking tore my shit. And then the How's that time, doing? Fourth time, I found out that I have a autoimmune disease and a, a skin disease. So, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. So, so, how do you deal with that diet? 
um, that and like I'm taking um, I'm taking uh, Humira right now, which is fucking pretty bad. But what's the negatives about it? Um, well, the positives outweigh the negatives, but like I, I right, I just don't focus on the negatives or like what it does to you because if it's gonna do it, it's gonna do it. But I'd rather live. But you have to have it, you know, yeah, especially because with all the supplements, quote unquote, that you know I yeah. use to get however big or whatever right trust me bro i got my blood work done and like i was super healthy except for they're like your creatinine levels are like way high so i'm like they're like your kidneys are probably fine but i'm like i know it's because you know i'm the supplements i take and then i'm like taking fucking pre-workout like crazy i I don't even take like caffeinated pre anymore bro that's smart dude i don't know how to stop yeah it's hard i mean like I take Adderall too. I'm like I'm prescribed Adderall. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I wake up to an Adderall in the morning, and then I, that's how I like jumpstart my day. And yeah. I go do my workouts. You gotta start writing, dude. People, people, writers take that shit. Bro, I'm fucking terrible at writing. Like yeah. I said, bro, I'm an overthinker, so I just I jump to shit, even on Adderall. So if you started writing, it'd be like all over the board. Exactly. Yeah. I can't ever like focus on like one thing. Yeah. So it's, it's always super sporadic. So that's probably why you like the structure of bodybuilding. Yeah, it gives. Me it keeps you on point. I, it gives me something that I can't. You can't jump around on. You have to do it. You have to complete it. Yeah, it's it's the only thing structured. In my yeah, day. right. It's like my whole day. So how were the preps for you when you did them? Uh, you got super lean. Bro. They're tough though. They're difficult. I mean, I've never been like below ten percent. Yeah. But like when I'm at eleven percent, I'm still like two thirty eight. Which is good, dude. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a lot of lean mass. I think the last time that I got um, my body fat checked, I was 238.4 at like 10.8%. Yeah. Something like that. So that's a high weight with a low body fat. So that's a lot of lean mass. Dude. Yeah, but I'm also six foot, man. And my legs were bigger. Right. Which I'm, I'm working on growing my legs right now. I'm working with... Um, dom at body shop and he dude he's a leg guy bro he fucking got somehow like i've hired doctors i've hired personal fucking um physician or like physical therapists yeah fucking because of the injury art chiropractors massage therapists all to try and help me get my knee to bend past 90 yeah fucking squat or a fucking hack squat and they couldn't do it for like the last year and a half but dom did it in a day no shit how do you do it i like he was working on, like, my lower back and then, like, super deep in my hip and then, like, did some work on my quad and hamstrings and then stretched it and, like, kept stretching it and then, like, told me to take, like, breaths and breaths and breaths. And then all of a sudden, like, he's like, come hop on the hack squat with me. Yeah. And he put two blocks in between my legs so my stance was hella close. It was about that far apart. And then he's like, when you go down, focus on squeezing your knees together. Okay. So, like, I'm supposed to squeeze my knees together. So, like, my whole quads were engaged, right? Yeah. And I went down, and there was no pain. That's so and weird. I couldn't bend past 90 for, like, a year and a half. So, it's a wrap. And now you still can bend past 90? Oh, no, yeah. Since that? So I just I did leg day after, the day after, and I told him how it went. And he was like, that's good. I told him that there was, a, there was like, a little stretch and, like, lower back pain on my right side and my hip. It was like, that's just. That makes mobility. sense. So, yeah, yeah. So. Dude, uh, yeah, so him and Kyle, I watched their leg days, and it's crazy. Like, yeah. um, They were on here once, actually, and we lost the episode. Oh, really? Yeah, that's like, so when I first started, I was having all this trouble where, like, I would have a guest on, and then I would think it saved, but it would, like, 
drop the episode, it would just like not fucking save it. Yikes. And so that's when I got this OBS, which is what I use now. And it's never, I've never had that problem since, but so the Mac was really bad. If you use like, um, uh, what is it? Fucking QuickTime or uh photo booth, it would just drop, it would lose them. Yeah. And so, you know, I get a guy here, you know, hey, can you take three hours out of your day and talk? And, like, Dom and Kyle, they were so good and so knowledgeable, and they talked for, yeah. like, three hours, dude. And when they talked, it was, like, it, like some part, like, so I usually go around, like, two hours or so. Yeah. Uh, they did three hours, and it was, like, no time had passed. Like, it just, like, flew by because they were yeah. so good. And then, like, they leave, and I'm, like, oh, bro, the, it didn't save the episode. I was yeah. so and so that happened to me like four times, and then I finally got this OBS, which it works fucking Yeah, it happened with Mark, too, huh? Happened with Mark, too? So, like, that was another point where, like, when you're starting something, and it's probably... So anything, if you're doing your photography, anybody starting anything, don't stop in those first, like... Like, whenever you hit those first few snags, you got to keep going. Bro, my, like, my second week in <sighs> photography, I was like, bro, I'm, I'm not... I'm quitting. Yeah. I'm terrible at this shit. Well, I wanted to quit. I'm like, I can't even, like, save a fucking podcast. I was like, but I'm glad I didn't quit now, you know? Like, like my first shoot at Body Shop, I was like, man, the lighting is making my camera hella bad, da, da, da. And, like, they were like, people have done photography in here before, and I was like, you're fucking right. I was like, I could do this shit. Yeah, that. so you were, like, blaming the lighting in yeah, the Body yeah, Shop. And and it like, was really just me and not knowing what I was doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, like, not to say that I know what I'm doing right now, because I but, definitely can't explain to you what I'm doing. Right. But, I but know, you're learning. I'm In my mind, I know what mm-hmm. to do to fix problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is how it gets, man. I mean, yeah. you'll just figure it out by trial and error, you know? Yeah. It's like... um, And that's that's super big, and, like... The one suggestion I can give to anybody, right, that's, like, been putting off something that they're, like, really passionate about or, like, want to get into, right, is just do it. Just yeah. Just fucking do it, right? You might not be good at it when you start, just like personal training, right? Just do it. Don't charge for it. Practice. Actions, you yeah. know? Like, practice, learn, invest time into what you're building because a lot of people don't invest the time outside and they'll just... Like, for instance, photography, they'll take the photos, but they won't learn how to edit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they and that's a bigger to, part of it, I'm sure. Yeah, they won't take time to learn. Like, you can have the eye for photography, but you got to, like, learn how to edit. Yeah. Like, it, it's one thing, too, because, like, I can't even ask people to take pictures of me because, like, I don't like the angles that they're shooting at. But when oh. I take pictures of people, right, I'm all over the place. I'm taking so, angles down here, over here, over so there. So, dude, over you know here. what that is? That's, um, you, you got, like, the Dave Grohl thing going on. So Dave Grohl is like uh, was the drummer of Nirvana, yeah. And then after Kurt Cobain died, he became the lead singer guitarist of the Foo Fighters, yeah. But the problem was like so then they they like they went to like record their first album. Well, he recorded the first album himself, you know, and then he put the band together. And so he's out on the road, but he's a drummer for Nirvana, so he's yeah. like a really good drummer. I'll put this over here so it doesn't. Right, and then so he, uh, you know, he gets a drummer and he's playing guitar but they go into the studio to record like their second album it's the first album that there's going to be you know the drummer's going to drum on yeah and he's like because he's a drummer he like he can't he's like this isn't good enough yeah so he like went in and re-recorded all the drummers drum tracks because he's like dave Grohl, a drummer yeah. 
So it's like that's what you got going on with photography. But like, there's no way I can do that for myself. You can't do it for yourself though. So like, so I just gotta like, like I said, man, I posted it on my Instagram. It's like whoever wants to just like come with me, and I'll teach them how to use a camera. Well, so you need to find a photographer that's that you actually like, respect them as much as your your own work. Well, that's what you'd have bad, to do. Bro. I mean, like, I feel like I can like, I feel like if some, I can teach somebody how to point and shoot easily. Oh, so you want to teach somebody, and then you'll do the editing. Yeah. Then you can do your own shit. The editing part is the funnest part, bro, for me. Yeah. That's where I I can get really creative. When I edit, right, I I try to set the tone of how they were feeling during that workout. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if they're they're not talking to me or they're kind of skittish, I, like, normally it's, like, from rear angles or, like, the edits are, like, really dark, which is mostly at body shop because I just tell people to ignore me while I'm shooting. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But you're trying to capture the essence of it. Exactly. With the and editing. I'm trying to, and I'm trying the to mood. portray that in the photo itself. Right. So it's actually an art. Yeah. You're, you're, you're putting in, like, emotion into it. That's that's what I'm trying to do, at yeah. least. Yeah. Absolutely. That's cool, though, man. Yeah. Like, that's better than if you're just like, oh, I just take pictures. Exactly. Because, like, you want an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, And, like, I've never considered myself an artist in any aspect. Uh, but when it comes to this photography shit, I feel like it's something that I can build on. Yeah. Um, I've never been good at drawing. I've never been good at fucking music. I mean, I, I learned but the how to way you're talking about it back in the day. Dun, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the flute. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> back in the day. But that's Damn, like, that's hey. old school shit. Yeah. You know that was like music class back in the day. Yeah. Dude, our music teacher, she used to always like be drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I think I she. I feel like there was a lot of those kind of teachers. I think she got fired for it. Probably. Yeah, she used to always have this like big thing, like a big like tumbler. Yeah. And, like nobody knew it was I feel in like there. I know teachers now that are doing like people I went to school with. I mean, I can can you blame her, dude? She's a music teacher. Like, fuck it, drink. I feel like okay when it comes to the music industry, though. I feel like people. So like let let's just go based the weekend, right? Yeah, like, listen to the weekend. The weekends, the House of Balloons, like all his be- best albums. Or was when he was not fucking sober or fucking was still doing drugs. Yeah, man. Like, there's just people that are just, like, so much talented and they have so much emotion when they're on drugs. And that's, it's, like, a terrible thing to say, right? Yeah, but it's a true thing of artists. So, and it's not to say that those people, when they're talented, that they can't get clean and sober and still make great art because they can. I mean, the weekend didn't, but. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, (laughs) There's something about, there's something about when you're going through it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like um, when the you know the rock star that writes great music when he gets sober and he stops smoking weed is he gonna write as good of shit or would Pink Floyd have made those albums if they weren't all on fucking exactly. psychedelics and probably not yeah. and it probably wouldn't have been as good and like yeah. there's something to be said with like drugs and alcohol and artists going through some shit where they make their best yeah. stuff. There's just a correlation. Yeah. I'm like, not saying it's good that they're on that shit. Some comedians do, like Cat Williams, bro. Like, when he made the Pimp Chronicles, he was definitely cracked out. Yeah, and it was some and of his greatest shit, Exactly. Right? That that whole, like, comedy special was one of his greatest shit, but he was cracked out. That was, like, the one, uh, that was, like, his biggest one, right? I think I watched yeah. that, like, a bunch of times. Yeah, bro. It's, like, one of the biggest. That movies. was, like, the one with the everyday I'm hustling, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hustling, hustling. Okay, I do remember that. Dude, that was yeah. some shit. That was, like, during the Bush administration, and he yeah. went hard. Yeah, bro. Holy shit. Yeah, man. It that was, was like, a classic, dude. There's just something about it, like, when, not to, like, disregard anybody's art in any way, shape, or possible, but, like, some people are just better off making art when they're fucked up. Well, it was, it's kind of like, um, 
you remember Chris Farley, like the dude, he was the big fat dude from Saturday Night Live. I feel like, yeah. So like Tommy Boy, Chris Farley, uh, yeah. he was on so many drugs because his hero was John Belushi. And yeah. John Belushi died of drugs. Yeah. And it's kind of like, or even Kurt Cobain who killed himself, you know, Nirvana. Yeah. Like, so say that they, because Chris Farley died young and Kurt Cobain obviously killed himself. Say if they would have got to a point in their life where they actually got healthy, they probably wouldn't have been as good at their art as when they were fucked up. Like, there's no way Chris Farley, if he would have lost weight and, like, worked on all of his mental issues and stuff, he would not have been the same funny Chris Farley. I mean, I wish he would have, so he was still alive. But I guarantee he wouldn't be as funny as he was when he was fucked up and doing Matt Foley motivational speaker and all fucking coked out and... You know, See, and, you know about the rock stars. I just know about the rap stars. Like Future, when he made fucking, um, thought it was a drought. Yeah. When he was fucking uh, uh, Scotty Pippen's wife. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he he was fucking Scotty Pippen. I just fucked your bitch and some Gucci flip flops. No shit. Yeah, that was about Scotty Yeah, Pippen's it's wife. like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, bro. But yeah, you're not going to be saying <laughs> that kind of shit if you're like, like healthy. He was hella drugged out. Like, thought it was a drought was like probably one of Future's like best albums. Sweet, I'm gonna, was, I'm gonna add that to that my playlist. Like, Purple Rain, like they're like Future when he was fucking super drugged out was just dope. So I've been trying to open it's myself dope. up to more music lately. So like, I might add that to my playlist, dude. I mean, it's it's like ATL rap, so like it, it's definitely a taste. And like, I grew up on like southern music, so. Well, if I put it on like some of my playlists and then I just listen to it at the gym, that's how yeah. I've been doing this. So like, I got to a point where. You know, I grew up with, like, obviously I'm a white kid. I grew up with, like, rock music. I'm 37. Yeah. And there's this that's weird... Cool, bro. I, I PR to Taylor Swift, so... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so there's this weird <laughs> shit where, like, you get... Uh, there, You know, and my friends do it, too. Like, oh, if it's not fucking Slipknot, it's fucking lame. And, all. you know, like, we get ourselves in these weird boxes about music. And so, like... I've been trying to open myself up to, like, different music lately. and Because, like, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just going to be like, you know, and I still love the shit I love, but I'm not going to be like, oh, if it's not Metallica, it's fucking lame. Like, yeah. I just don't want to be that guy, you know? Yeah, like, I stay open. I mean, like, the Philippines, like, they listen to, like, pop, rock, you know, um, rap music, soul yeah. music. You got to be big open, on R&B. Dude. Like, I, I'm, like, big on R&B. Yeah. Like music right there. Well, that's probably relaxing, dude. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. I find like love interesting. So it's right, like, there's, there's like this song, like, uh, broken hearted. Like people make some of their best yeah. music broken. They're broken hearted, dude. Like even country music, like to me, like lately I've been like, oh, this is kind of. I like some country, dude. Yeah, this is kind of tight, you know. Yeah, that heartbreaking about, song. Because yeah. someone posted this thing, like I saw this thing. It was like, what's worse than heartbreak? And I was thinking, like, probably not much. Yeah. Like, even, like, death, sickness. Bro, I, I think... Like, sometimes, like, getting your heart broken might be worse bro, than, like, dying. The withdrawals are probably worse, I mean... Worse than drugs. Yeah. And it's I'm a mental thing. Drugs, it's a mental health thing. Yeah, bro, like, you can't sleep. Like, it's fucked up. You know, oh, like, fuck. For, like, seven days, like, getting an hour to sleep. You know? And once you've kind of been through it a few times, you, like, get pretty chill to it and you're fine. But, like, that first, when you're a kid and it happens the first oh, couple times, dude. dude. I went on a straight binge, bro. Yeah. The first time I got my heart broken, I, was, I, went on, I became a drug addict. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. feel like there's not much that's actually worse than that. Yeah, bro. It's actually a worse thing than, like, death, yeah. in a sense. The gym brought me, 
like heartbreak brought me to the gym you know what i'm saying well that's why you always need a fresh heartbreak so you get like yeah, gains get those fucking sick i need to like fall in love quick so i can like re- my show i'll just be a fucking beast <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm getting too complacent hey man the, that like those like tiktoks about like heartbreaks and then working out that's like the best for Dude, i need to get into some of that shit like, yeah. literally like a heartbreak will get you from fucking you know like fat to stage ready oh dude it's weeks. one of the best you know fucking things like, for motivation you don't want to do anything else you're like i'm gonna show that fuck shit, yeah. on, <laughs> like, shit on your ex you know what i'm saying that's literally all you want to do and you're like I, I want her to see everything i'm gonna fuck i'm not blocking shit she's gonna watch me just like you know what i'm saying like i love that shit yeah, i don't think yeah we don't we don't block exes right we don't block we want them to see yeah. we want them to see how fucking successful we get without them yeah. bro i'm not gonna block shit as egotistical as that sounds i i don't block exes for that reason oh so. i don't block i want them to see me yeah, i want them to see me because yeah. i know i will it's embedded if i get if i get like you know i just like had got the leanest i've ever been i'm like i want them to see that shit dude yeah. like come on not just no, well not just in the gym bro I, i'm gonna grow in every aspect after heartbreak you know what i'm saying right. it's it's like Sometimes it's the mind. best thing for you. It makes you, like, strive to become successful. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember after heartbreaks, bro, I, like, I spent every day trying to grow financially, spiritually, like, yeah. in every way possible, you know what I'm saying? It makes like, you actually force yourself to deal with your bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. deal with your shit. Because it's, it's not always them. It's you, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, and, like, you see that toward, like, when you get broken up or you break up the worst guys are ones that don't realize that exactly and they just that fucking bitch that fucking bitch it's all you know it's like if you didn't learn that it's your fault too like you're not growing yeah bro and like yeah they just go back to the streets and they just it it, it's this negative circle that they go and it's always somebody else's fault not theirs like i hate that shit dude it's uh my last uh little heartbreak i went through bro it was it it was quick you know what i'm saying i I just knew like exactly yeah. what I wanted and it was done. I don't even it doesn't happen to me anymore. I'm just like <laughs> I'm dead inside. Are you just cold hearted? Nah, not really. I'm still <laughs> open, you know, like But yeah, I don't know. I think once you get through a few of them, it gets a lot easier. Yeah. But those first ones when you're a kid, dude, it's like ouch. Yeah, the last time okay, so yeah. like last year I think when I went through a little thing, um that was a bad one. It wasn't that bad, bro, but like Ali for sure took my mind off of it. Like we were in Arizona like twice a month. If you got a good friend, dude, that <laughs> we can help you through that we were shit. Like out partying, that shit was crazy, bro. Like I've helped friends through heartaches before. Yeah, it's actually really important, honestly. Like even well, yeah, because like when you're in a relationship, right? You like kind of like don't hang out with your friends that don't have girlfriends anymore. Like they think like, oh, we can't even hang out with you because we don't want a third wheel. Well, yeah, that is true. Like, I've been yeah. a third wheel so many times for these fuckers, and, like, they don't want a third wheel with me, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I remember in, like, my friend group, like, it went from I was booed up to and everybody was single yeah. to I was single and everybody was booed up. But you're like, I don't mind hanging out with couples. I don't mind it. I don't either, bro. I mean, it's just less money for me to spend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like when I go out with uh, my girl, it's like, I pretty, I like to pay for everything, you know? Well, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, it's just like that old-fashioned thing. Yeah. I got that in me, too, yeah. It, it's mm. just it's just something about it, right? And it's like, if I, if I want to take you out, I'm going to spend the money. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of why I'm like, you know, I say like, I say like, oh, I'm immune to heartbreak, but it's actually kind of like, I'm actually just 
at a point right now where I want to get so successful yeah. that I never that can never happen to me again. You know what I'm saying? So like, I want to get so successful. And so you want some like Jeff Bezos money? Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that'd be great. I don't know if I need that level, but. I just want to be so successful that I have something to offer somebody. So, like, next time I decide to have a serious relationship, it's, like, more real and, like, maybe start a family type of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, more serious. I ask everybody this. So, if you somehow just got a million dollars tomorrow, what's the first thing you're going to buy? Oh. um, God, dude, I would, like... I don't know. I'd probably figure out a way to try to invest it because that's where I'm at right now. Like, I want to. How do I make money off of it? Word. That's what I'd add. I'd go to somebody that knew what they're. That's the first thing I'd do now. Yeah. If it's just like something fun. Because uh, I mean, I'd just buy a bunch of fucking clothes, yeah. like fucking workout clothes, yeah. and probably new podcast shit, I'm and probably, some s- supplements. And yeah. I'm probably gonna go go buy a PB and J. Yeah. And then go jack off. So I have some post nut clarity. Yeah, that's and a I'm smart move. Before I spend oh, dude. Money, you know what I'm saying? Because, bro, like, I was thinking about it. I can spend a million dollars quick. Well, that's the problem. That's I what I'm saying. So, like, it's a mindset. It's a mindset. So that's why people that usually win the lottery, they have a yeah. poor person's mindset. Yeah. That's why they're poor. Like, I hate saying it, but, like, there is a certain. If you won the lottery, if you won that $1.6 billion or whatever, $2 billion that they just gave out in the lottery. Um, how would you spend the first half of it? Because that first half would have been gone the first fucking week. You'd already have a half of it gone? Oh, absolutely. Oh, see, I wouldn't. Absolutely. I'd definitely, like, I'd probably move home because, like, if I have money, I don't really need to be here. Yeah. And I miss my family and shit. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably build, like, the craziest fucking gym ever. Bro, I, so House I, gym, uh, recording studio, yeah. podcast studio. Yeah, fly people a, out. A know. billion's a lot. Uh, I don't think I could burn through that too fast. Well, Okay, so you got And then I'd invest like shit. So you're it's it's a I don't know if it's a capital gain or not, but let's just say you have to pay fifty percent of that in taxes, right? You're walking yeah, away with I'm fine that. with that. Let's just say one point two billion. Yeah. Five hundred million, right? Yeah. So the like you gotta take care of all the people around you. Yeah, I would move home. I'd first like I'd yeah. probably buy my parents whatever house they wanted, buy my mom whatever she wanted. Let's just say that cost a hundred million. Yeah, shit, it would go fast, wouldn't it? Right. Fuck. Right. And then now you got to take care of your girl, right? So now first thing I would do is like find somebody that knows how to make money with money. Yeah. That'd be the, so that's the post. Crypto. So that's the post nut thing after you eat your PB and J and you See, beat that's, off. That's my big thing, right? Cause yeah. like, I like bro. Cause like with a lot of like animosity built up in me, bro, it's, it's literally just like Wolf of Wall Street, bro. You, <laughs> you just rolling out real quick, bro. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I think that's so uh, smart with like. I try to tell girls that too. I'm like, you guys like don't understand. Like, if like some guy's trying to play, like, I'm like, he thinks that he's in love with you yeah. till he nuts. Yeah. So like, don't listen to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you don't get it. Like, yeah. I mean, like, first of all, I'm like, don't trust any guy because like they probably want to fuck you. Yeah. I hope my girl never sees this, but I, I've slept with some girls that like I'm just like, oh, oh the God. minute it's done, you're like, what the fuck did I, I do that? Go. Like, honestly, dude, if I, like, am, like, talking to somebody online and, like, you know, meet them on Tinder or whatever. Fucking Tinder. And I'm, like, in bed and it's, like, hey, it's, like, I'll just beat off and then I'll go to bed. I'm so terrible with, like, Tinder because, like, 
So my thing is right because like, hooking up's usually not worth it, is what yeah, I'm saying. I usually not to like I'm that guy or whatever, right? But like I never slide into DMs, right? Like whenever no. I think when it's it, creepy. When it, exactly yeah. right, and like and they think it's creepy off with that fact, right? So I let the girls. That's why I have Bumble. I've always used Bumble, and like yeah. it's a lot easier when you know the girls are already trying to fuck you. Right, you don't want to be... Guys are just creepy, and, like, going yeah. in people's DMs, it's just creepy. Well, it's like, you got to watch what you say, because you, like... And then you're all giggly, because you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot easier and, like, a lot calmer when the girl makes the first move. Yeah. In situations, because when the girl makes the first moves, you already know the tempo. Like, she likes you. Right. You She's already open. swiped right but on when you. you make the first move, you got to try not to be a creep. You got to fucking be somewhat of a gentleman. You got to fucking... Like, be hella cute. Well, honestly, like, you gotta act standard. like you don't even really you care. Go, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's usually what works is if you act like you don't care. If you care too much, it pushes them away. Yeah. Well, that I'm talking about when you slide in. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even that's almost like, yeah, yeah I don't know, dude. Yeah. When, I try when, not to. I get a lot slide of. slide in, you, she already knows. Like, she already knows what you want. You're, you're a dude trying to slide in the DM. Well, I get a lot of creepy DMs, but it's my own want, fault. Like, you know. To get laid or to have a relationship. And it's typically the get laid one. Right. Oh, yeah, if you're sliding in DMs. Exactly. It's de- <laughs> Yeah, man, it's definitely about that. So, like, but just, my point is, like, if, until you find someone that's, like, valuable and worth it, like, the hookups usually end up, like you said, like, you really should have just beat off and went to bed. Because yeah. the minute you get posting that clarity, I'm not saying, I mean, I've tried to have standards, but, like, I know what you're talking about, like, like in, like I said, like I tell girls, like as guys, we think we want you until we realize we don't. Yeah. Like I'm our gonna, brain, our brain. Like I'm gonna say one word. I'm just gonna say trend. <laughs> oh, dude, I've yeah, I don't even know about that. I'm sure, like, yeah, dude, that shit makes you make bad decisions. Yeah, bad, bro. Right? Yeah, and then like I, I fucking despise trend. I mean, like it, it's great when like when you're running. Well, you love it, but you hate it for that that yeah, reason. Bro. I mean, my girl likes it, but yeah. I fucking, I hate being on it, but I love the feeling when I'm on it, but yeah. I hate being on it when I'm not on it because of the way that, <laughs> yeah. you know, all the shit goes down. Well, that's the scary thing, and dude. Everything's like, a fucking problem, you know what I'm saying? You almost need to put a contingency plan, like, okay, first of all, stop yourself, beat off, <laughs> you know, if you still want it, then maybe go do it, but... Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, I'll have to see when that happens. But it's just more of like a, it's more of a problem when um, it's like with your attitude. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you get that cockiness, attitude, bro? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, you just feel like a god, bro. Like all the weight moves. Like you're just pushing weight that you've never pushed before. Right. You try to do it when you're not, and your fucking ego gets leveled. Bro. So that's the hard part about. Yeah, yeah. Those those highs you create in that. I think you really got to be careful with that shit. So like. Even, like, for me, I, like, know when you're more, like, cruising and everything and yeah. you, like, you lose some of that. Or even when you uh, get on a high from being lean yeah. and then you have to go back to bulking yeah. and you get this, like, oh, man, I don't have those abs and shit anymore. Like, yeah. you get, like, a Bro, little addicted to that look, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like when I'm lean, right? But, yeah. like, I kind of like my fat boy look, you know? Yeah. I like being, like, bigger. 
Yeah, it I just, like being like like right now. I'm like it works for you, runner, yeah. you know, dude. Two fifty is huge. At the end of the day, I'm like two fifty five. Yeah, you actually look good, big. You look big, dude. Yeah, so I didn't even think of that, but it's like uh, I, I want like it'd be so I dope be to be like around like two sixty five, but a little bit leaner than this. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if like being two sixty but lean, dude. Yeah. Or for me, I'm like always like imagine if I could get like two forty five but lean, yeah, like three XL shirts. That's As like, being six cat. foot four, being that big, I would be like yeah. a fucking monster. I was telling people I get keep getting this compliment like where people will tell me like, uh, you know, you really look like a douchebag, but once you get to know you, you're a really nice guy. I got that so much. And man. I'm like, you realize that's not a compliment. It means that you're insecure. And it means that I'm a people pleaser and that I tone myself down to make you comfortable and you're thanking me for it. Yeah. So you're like, and I shouldn't have to do that. So like a big thing, right, is like, uh, I'm big, I'm tatted. Um, I have, like, People have a preconception sense, right? of I, like, you. wear chokers, whatever, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And like, people are like super intimidated to approach me, but when they like approach me, um, yeah. I'm like a teddy bear until you fucking piss me off. You know what I'm saying? Right, but is that a compliment if they're saying that? Absolutely like, not. I don't think it's a compliment Absolutely at all. Absolutely not. It's like, like, why do you have this idea that people who look a certain way are a certain? Yeah. I feel like I feel like everybody should have that kind of confidence to approach people, especially if it's like in person. Yeah. Because like that's the way to network. You know what I'm saying? That's like a big network networking tactic. As it long is. As you can like approach people and be like, "Hey, my name is Jason," with like a firm handshake, eye contact. Yeah, and that's hard to do, but it's something that's so important. Super important. Yeah. You know, like introduction, like first introductions are super important, especially when you're networking. It's like a big thing. Because I even take that for granted on here where like I'll do these podcasts and I'm like pretty comfortable now, you know, with like being in front of the camera and talking and, you know, meeting all these different people. And then I always have to remember like, oh, some of my guests, they might not be like used to this. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, shit, this might be, like, really intimidating or really... Shit, I didn't know what I was stepping into, bro. Yeah, I, I, it, it's so weird. Lately, I've, I've really never thought about being the other guy. Yeah. Like, because I'm just like, this I is... I remember when you were talking about this at Thirsty Hop. Like, yeah. when we used to work with each other, you used to talk about Joe Rogan's podcast, and I remember when you bought your equipment. Right. And it just never got set up, but then, like... Now Isn't that funny, dude? The, so that goes back to your thing about when you got your camera and you just yeah. did it. Like... I wasted like, so much time. Not setting it up, you know. Just saying? like, it, look, so learning the value of just doing things yeah. has been big for me, dude. Yeah. Just taking action versus talking about yeah. it. Because, like, so many people in the world, they just talk about doing stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, well, you can talk about it as much as you want, but you're not going to get better just talking about it. No. It's, like, more about action. Yeah. Action is so important, dude. Exactly. Like, I try to tell people this, especially, like, when it comes to fitness, like, start working out like right. don't be intimidated like don't be intimidated everybody in there is fighting a problem everybody in there. right and i think people Everybody's... get super intimidated go especially like a place like the body shop they see all these big dudes but they don't realize like most of those yeah. people want you to succeed yeah most of them do bro I, like i applaud the people that are like 300 pounds like going up in there like, yeah trying to fight obesity and trying to like yeah reverse fucking um, if anybody shits on those people lineages, right it's, man it's insane bro because like Bro, I come from a family that doesn't work out. Like, nobody in my family works out. They play basketball. Like, that's the yeah. workout, you know what I'm saying? But, like, like... My family, like, a couple of my uncles left. That's it. Yeah, I'm yeah. the I'm the first bodybuilder in my family. And I can say yeah. that, like, wholeheartedly. That's you know, crazy. So, so it's like you said, you're, like, actually having to go against... 
family like lineage. family yeah. yeah it's like uh breaking a cycle yeah yeah and like for my kids like future kids if i ever get blessed to have kids right i'd like how many you want i'd like to have four i want to have two i want to have one boy and girl i just want to be a girl dad just I two like, have yeah. two that'd be perfect yeah yeah i want to be a girl dad for sure um my my girlfriend has a daughter and like she's like that's pretty dope she's like a she's i call her my best friend but she like i can't wait to like share like moments with her as well because because you'll be a big part of her life dude yeah like, and that's and huge she's, she's like seven years old so she's like almost grown you know what i'm saying yeah but like i i want to that's still young enough where yeah. you'll probably end up being a big part of her life you know yeah and like if you would have talked to me like three or four years ago i would have told you that i didn't want kids you know what i'm saying yeah and like kids weren't for me but like i feel like with the growth and mindset that i have now i feel like i deserve to have a future lineage from my family you, you know do saying? you know that's so funny because i was thinking that too like i was always like i'll never have kids and like now all of a sudden i'm like i actually feel like i want them well, yeah, I just want to have a mini me, you know. Because now I feel like I actually am, like, my life might end yeah. up going somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, if I could find somebody that's on the same level that wants to, you know, like, do this type of stuff that I'm doing and that wants to have kids, like, I would fucking do it. Yeah. But before I wasn't thinking like that. Yeah. I just, yeah. It's like a... It's almost like you have to let yourself feel like you deserve it. Yeah. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, also, like... One of the main reasons why I didn't want to have kids, too, was... Um, Passing like on way, some of that shit. The way that um, the world was working, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I want to bring kids into this, but, like... As I thought as, that, too, man. Like, like if I can create generational wealth, then why not? You know what I'm saying? Because then my kids won't have to worry about shit. It's sad, but honestly, that's, like, what I'm thinking, too. They just got to like, worry about their kids worrying about shit, you know? Right. I didn't want to have kids if I was poor. Yeah. Because like, there's no point, bro. Like I don't want them to have to live that like like, but now i feel like i might end up being successful so i feel like i want to have kids you know it's like i i came with uh so my mom is mm -hmm. a single mom right and like she was working double shifts bro yeah it's just like well so you saw that growing up so it was like i don't want my kids to deal with that type of stuff you know know? i just want them to i want them to be able to enjoy life and i want to be there to enjoy with them right i want to be at their fucking I want I want them to do shit that I didn't get to do, like play sports and shit. Yeah, and then you kind of it's like for me, I like I want to give them a better life than I had, you know. But I had a great life too, so I don't want to like. My parents did great, you know. Like I always say that it's like you want your kids to have a better life, but you don't want to like knock what your parents did because my parents yeah. gave me a great life. I just want better if I have kids, yeah. you know. Like I want, there's like some things that I would change for sure. There's a few things I just would would do a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Not that my parents didn't do good because they did great, yeah. but like my kid's open to doing whatever he wants as long as he knows that like there's certain choices that like I have to control. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Dude, that's just me being an adult. Yeah, it was so funny. I was listening to um, it was like Bill Burr and Conan O'Brien talking about their kids and how their kids are so much healthier than they were and like yeah. how they almost get like jealous. Yeah, bro. I was 320 pounds in high school. Are you serious? Yeah, bro. I was a fat boy. 320 pounds? Yeah, bro. I played defensive end and... Um, but you were must have been big Well, I, if you were playing bro, defensive I, end. I just started uh, lifting. Um, like, I mean, I lift back then, so... I think I, I remember big. that when well, you told me that in... Well, like, I wasn't big, big. You know what I'm saying? You were just like, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. big, like, muscular. I was, There's another uh, kid that was on here, Anthony is- Israel. Um, yeah. He showed me his, like, picture from him in junior oh, okay. high. Then, 
19 he's like 19 years old yeah i was like holy shit yeah, bro me and him were supposed to collab on like some uh, videos and pictures you should because the kid's awesome he's yeah, a good kid he actually dude. uh helped me set up my camera so i could take videos if if he didn't show me how to set up my camera to take videos i wouldn't have been able to shoot like, yeah Jordan and he's a cool dude that. man and so like he's super positive yeah. he's got a big following on instagram he, yeah. he was the one that actually uh, told me like how to get my podcast on Spotify and shit, and I was like going through all these fucking programs that charge like tons of money. And he's like, "Oh, you use this thing, Anchor," and I was like, "Oh shit!" And it's like, now I can just put my podcast out for free. Like, what the fuck? Why did I not hear about this? There's like all these shitty other programs out there. Um, so yeah, he's a he's a good dude, and he's the one that like uh, he got me in touch with that guy Eddie Lowry that was on yesterday, and that guy was solid as fuck. Like, Eddie's cool. Dude, he is solid as they come. Like I'm like, yeah. now he's like talking about oh, I've got to take you shooting and everything. And, like, yeah, bro, he's yeah, big yeah. on guns. And, like, he's big on it, but he you know, has like reasons shit. for it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing that I fuck with him about. Like he's hella big on like gun rights and shit. Right, because I, he doesn't want to be uncapable. So his exactly. thing, and I believe that people should be able to conceal carry no matter what. I do too, and I I think that we have this weird idea because we were talking yesterday about how. Our society is so safe that all these people have this idea, that, this false idea yeah. that the world is this, like, safe place. And Absolutely. it's like, it is fucking not. And we, Absolutely. so, like, when you got guys like him that are going to take the time to make themselves knowledgeable in, like, a way like that where they could defend and protect other people, that should be something that we look at as a virtue in our society, Absolutely. not something that's negative. Because yeah. he's learning a skill that could save other people's lives. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And so, like... I have a straight-edge buddy out in, uh, like, Tacoma. Yeah. Tacoma area. His name is Jesse. The dude uh, is hella big on guns. He actually works security, I'm pretty sure. And fucking dude's big on guns, too. Takes all the classes. Fucking, But yeah. he's, like, big on, like... Get your guns now. Like, because they're going to take it away yeah, and all this don't shit. Don't let them take your shit away. I don't know if they I will, don't, but... I don't think that's fucking right, bro. You know? I don't either. I'm a big Second Amendment person. I only got a couple pistols and, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, fuck no, you ain't taking that shit away. I don't have any. I just... I don't understand the idea that, like, our government yeah. and rich people get to live in a gated community protected yeah. by guns, but then nobody else gets to have them. You know what's funny, too, right? It's like, uh... That's weird um, to me. I got out of rehab, and, like, I didn't have a gun for, like, three or four years, right? Yeah. And then, like, all that shit was happening with, like, the looting in Bellevue. And, like, That's when everybody Asian bought guns, were dude. Picked on, black people were getting picked on, and my mom was like, hey, you, like, you should probably go get a gun. Dude, that's crazy. And I was like, bet. Even your mom told you that. Yeah, and my mom was, like, super against guns. Like, she, I mean, I had guns in the house. Like, I was a bad kid, so I had hella guns in the house and shit. I, I think I had, like all types of ARs back then and yeah just for fun yeah and like I was like fucking like 21 and I had just got my concealed and like the I was spending all my money on guns bro I had fucking like all the Glocks like literally yeah. I, I I love Glocks to this day like I have a Glock 48 and like it's it's super simple you know what I'm saying I just right right it. Um, but she was like against guns for that reason you know what I'm saying and yeah when she, when she told me to go get in I was like I know something's up Oh, she knew. Yeah, a lot of people did at that time because shit was getting so crazy, man. Yeah. There was uh, apparently even like a lot of people that were traditionally anti-gun yeah. all of a sudden were just like buying guns like crazy exactly. during that time. Because I think they saw like, oh, society's not as intact as I thought it was. Yeah, society's not society. It's like it is. It's like we always forget that shit, like that our country 
democracy, our society, it's not something that's like always going to be there unless we take steps to try to keep it there, yeah. you know? I mean, anarchy can happen at any time. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's creepy. So it's like, I don't know. Just be prepared. That's what I mean. So a guy like... like keep, a, some, keep some cash on hand. Yeah. Uh, maybe a passport. Fucking fly to a different country, you know? Then I started getting all those ads for like, you know, prep, like prepper ads, like buy this thing of food that's like... Yeah. You know, like fill your bunker with and shit. I'm like, bro. So, I was, so like, there's a show on Netflix, bro, and like they they talk about like tornadoes and shit. Yeah. And bro, I guess like in Oklahoma, they have like every house has like there's a you gotta have thing that called shit, right? like tornado lane, and like it's where all the tornadoes fly through. Yeah. And fucking every house on that fucking lane has a bunker. And they should. That's fucking insane to me. Like, why would you want to live there? I don't know. Like, houses must be cheap. Well, it's kind of like, why would you want to live in Florida where they have all these hurricanes and shit? But, you know, what's weird. I guess they're getting so good at building the houses that, like, this last hurricane, even though it was terrible, yeah. it did so much less damage because they've learned how to, like, build shit better. Bro, I, I would just... So, my house would just stick up. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I just have my house hella Like, high. way high. And then an elevator to go in the garage, you know what I'm saying? Think how dope that would be anyway. That'd be dope. Just to have, like, a treehouse house, like, yeah. just high up in the air. Oh, speaking of, yeah, because, um, my, I didn't even know this, but in, like, Woodinville, we got, like, uh, treehouse Airbnbs. Ah, uh, uh, dude, so that's so cool. Yeah, so my girl rented, uh, one out for us here shortly, and, um. Bro, it's dope. There's like yeah. walkway. It's like literally like open. You're just like above doors. the world living yeah, up there, dude. It's, it's dope. Yeah, I that would be that. cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd do that. But yeah, man. All right, man. Well, we just did two hours, so shit. Okay. Oh, we Bet. can we can call it. If do you have anything you want to give a shout out to? Probably your business, Instagram, and um, yeah. If you want, on. if you want photography done. Yeah, follow me on Instagram, man. It's uh, Poppy B Snapping, and then Adobo Poppy is my main page. Mm -hmm. um, boudoir too. I got Poppy Shoots Boudoir. Um, yep. Shout out to everybody that's been letting me practice shooting on them. Um, shoots are still free, by the way. Um, just shoot me a tip, whatever you think I'm worth, and then yeah, we'll go from there. Hell yeah, man! Well, I appreciate you being on. Yes, sir. Uh, come me. on again anytime, dude. That was fun. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, man. Peace out, everybody. Thank you.